www.bethanyradio.org. I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No-brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. A 20% return your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby back ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please, drink responsibly. I need football. Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda for $7. Lunch special. Can't beat that deal anyway. Also, the big deal. $23 gets you a large pizza pie and 10 wings and a soda. That is the big time, prime time deal of the century. You walk in there, you tell my boy Carlos that you heard about his power pizza. Sportsovertime.com will hook you up with a medium pie. What? That deal's ridiculous. And garlic rolls. If you like garlic rolls, you can get six garlic rolls for three bucks. But you know what? That's a good deal. Want another better deal? How about 12 garlic rolls? For $4, an outrageous, almost a giveaway of garlic rolls. So go right now at Power Pizza. I taught my boy Carlos. And he heard on sportsovertime.com. You get yourself a free media pie. You can call 305-381-4446. Power Pizza, where the power is in the dough. You are listening to SportsOverTime.com. Your blood, our sweat, your tears. (laughs) No, that's not it. You are listening to SportsOverTime.com, where the clock doesn't matter. This is a show about sports and everything in between. From a fan's perspective, it's edgy and unapologetic. We break down what's hot in the world of sports and maybe some of what's not. This is the Weekly Sports Drop with your host, Jazz Santana. What is going on, everybody? Good evening. Welcome to the Weekly Sports Drop. I'm your host, Jazz Santana. I am host. I am joined by my buddy Robbie Campbell tonight. What's going on, Robbie? What's going on, man? Just can't wait for tomorrow, man. Oh, that's what we're here for. We're here for the big game. The big game. Miami FSU. That's all we're going to talk about tonight, guys. Honestly, I know you have the Dolphins on Sunday, but I really don't care about the Dolphins. What happens on Saturday is going to dictate my mood for the game against the Dolphins. I will either be too depressed to even care about the Dolphins on Sunday, (laughs) or I'll be so happy that the Canes finally ended the streak that we we, we really won't care what the Dolphins do on Sunday, because as far as I'm concerned, the worst you can do, you break even. Yeah, yeah. At this point, at this point, I'm it's not pretty even, much all surrounded on Saturday. I'm not excited to watch the Dolphins game, anyways. Yeah. And again, like you said, this week it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is is FSU, right? FSU I mean, because if you lose this That's game, it. the season, the, the, as we've seen in years yeah, past, the season, the season's over if you lose on Saturday. It doesn't matter. Anything else doesn't matter. You know, a lot of people think, oh, we can it's, win it's, the coastal. Win the no, who no, cares? No, no, you no. can't. First of all, you can't win the coastal without beating FSU. Correct. And second of all, like who cares? 
Like, no, nobody cares. I, I put it this way. If you're a real Miami fan, right? No, you don't care if you win the Coastal. You want to beat FSU. That's that's another year of them. Those Florida State Seven having to talk eight in a row. All the another 365 days of them talking about eight in a row. It's been too long. It's been too long. I'm done with the streak. We're going to break the streak. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, quick recap. Uh, we're actually going to bring on some really cool guests today. I've got a lot of awesome guests. You guys are going to want to stick around for this one. We've got Kane's legend, Kane's great, Brett Romberg, coming on. Uh, in about 10 minutes, we're going to have... Kane's insight writer and recruiting uh, guru, I guess, right? Eric Marrero is going to be on with us as well. Uh, one more, another Kane's legend. DJ Williams is going to be on with us in about half an hour. Uh, we'll actually jump on with a couple of FSU guys also. My buddy Mike. Yeah, we got to hear from both sides. Yeah, we have to. We <laughs> have to, right? And maybe some surprise, uh, some other surprise guests uh, from the FSU, uh, FSU side as well. So I'm excited for tonight. I want to get things started, me and you, though, Robbie. I want to talk a little bit about this uh, this matchup, right? It's a rivalry. It's 31 to 30 right now, right? Miami has the edge, but for the Think past seven years. Think about this. Florida years, State has won the last seven, and they're still yes, and they're one still, behind. So, they, so that means they were eight back of the Hurricanes, and if they win this game tomorrow, that means they'll have tied by winning eight in a row to tie it. It's going to be sad, and it's going to be heartbreaking. It's not going to happen, though, Robbie. Don't worry about it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. We got this one. We got this one. It's, it's prime for us to be able to win this game, right? I mean... The odds are against them, right? They don't have a quarterback. They're starting, they're ah, but, starting they have, quarterback but they have the streak. They have everything they have going the for them. They have all the intangibles. They're at and home. And that's what I'm scared of the most. If they were really good, I think I wouldn't be as nervous, which is kind of crazy to say. I'm a little more nervous about this game because they're down on their luck, right? They're starting James Blackman, a freshman quarterback who's 18 years old, weighs about a buck 20, soaking wet. Um, and... and, and and we've got the tough defense. We've got the strong team this year. Uh, they still got they still got a really good defense. So I'm not putting that past them. But but they're down. They're not having their best year this year. So I'm 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 even more nervous about that. So a lot of people are talking about, hey, we're gonna go out there, and we're gonna smash them, right? We're gonna just go. Don't I'm, get so overconfident. It's a rivalry I'm game. I'm, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people. Yeah, like, don't yeah. get that overconfident. No way. No That's way. how you get burned. Remember, remember last year, you had the Canes that won four in a row. They were in the top ten. Florida State was traveling down here. And because of the hurricane, their band couldn't even make the trip down here. So everything was going for the Canes. They're at home. Raucous crowd. No, the annoying. That's the whole thing. Doe Campbell Stadium, yeah. right? So you had everything going for you. This, you thought last year was going to be the year they broke the streak. Florida State had given up 63 points to Louisville a couple weeks before that. Their defensive coordinator was about to get fired. Charles Kelly. And that you go in there and you only put up 19 points. And uh, that's when everything you need to know about that. So everything, everything you had going for them and last, last year, year, and they and they still and lost. We were the favorites last year. Favorite. Right? We were ranked number ten. They were ranked twenty. Let me get another stat for you. I'm just, yeah. I know I'm just throwing stats at you left no, and right. Throw them. Throw them away. I said this earlier today on 790 the ticket. Yeah. Let's get that plug out there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The hurricane. The Florida State Seminoles have been underdogs in this yes. game five times since 2005. You know what they've done? They've won all five of those oh. games outright. They don't even need the points. But why do you have to throw that at me? Right I'm just now? letting the people know. So you're looking at the Florida State quarterback, and you're like, oh, bro, we got these guys, bro. We're going to bring in the turnover chain, and we're going to be wearing it left and right. It's going to be a party. Let's just hold it back before we start partying. Okay. Let's win first, and then party. Tell party me, all you want. Tell me that turnover chain is not fun, though. It is pretty, it is pretty it nice. Is, I, it I'm is, not going to lie to you. I hope we bring it out a few times, uh, a few times this, this weekend. Um, again, Florida State, Miami, the big game. 
Oh, by the way, we are live actually at the Miami Media School. Forgot to mention that, right? And on SportsOvertime.com. And on SportsOvertime.com. Miami Media School Facebook Live. Go, go and check us out there as well. Um, we're bringing this to you live. This is my podcast. I usually do uh, recorded, but uh, this was just too big to pass up, guys. Uh, you know, Miami, Florida, uh, Florida State, the, the opportunity to be able to talk to some legends, be able to... Uh, to, to really go over some really cool things about how they experience this game, um, I think is important for for the fans, for everybody to hear, for ever, uh, for everybody who's listening. So we, we we do appreciate you guys listening to us and uh, watching us on Facebook Live. Uh, in about ten minutes, I'm going to have our first guest on. We're going to go with uh, Eric Marrero from CanesInsight.com. Again, Robbie, talk to me. Tell me what you think about this game, though. What are you looking at? I think it's going to be very stressful. If you're a Hurricanes fan, yeah. Look, Florida State, their season's basically already over. They've lost twice. They've lost their quarterback. They, I mean, they're not going to come back and miraculously win the Atlantic I mean, and beat Clemson. they got to go at Clemson this year. Right. It's not going to happen. So the only thing they have going for them left this season is to continue that stupid streak. And they're, they're putting all their attention. I know, I know NC State went in there and beat them, but NC State, you saw them last night. They actually looked pretty good. But I just don't assume that the Kings are going to go in there and win. And another concern I have with this game is – you look at recent history. The Canes start the season. You know, they play a bunch of the scrubs early on, and they, they rack up all the offensive yards. They rack up stats. They look good. Right. And then once it comes to Florida State game, the running game gets shut down. I think they had one game where they had 29 yards. I know famously, back in the Orange Bowl many years ago, both teams had like two yards rushing each. So it's been historically hard to run against Florida State, especially with Mark Walton. He's yeah. been shut down That's the past couple times. That's the thing. I mean, that offensive line didn't look all that good last week against Duke. Uh, and and Mark Walton has that ankle issue. So, yeah, he's been know. he's he's he left the game injured like three times already this season. Yeah, it's it's that's that's scary. I mean, look, we're gonna need Travis Homer to step up. That's the way I see it. You know that that Florida State defense. You know, say whatever you want to say about the offense. That Florida State defense is still really good. Yeah. You know, and so they're gonna have to establish the run. And I spoke about this last week on the podcast. They're gonna have to establish that run, all right, to be able to do all the play action, to be able to move. Uh, Rozier around in the pocket because they are going to zero in on him. They know he's got legs, right? They know he can run. So they're they're going to have to establish that run with Mark Walton, with Travis Homer, with everybody back there uh, to be able to win this game. You know, it, at, at the end of the day, they still have a really strong defense. So I think that's, um, that's going to be key. On the offensive side, um, aside from establishing that run, how do you how do you feel? I mean, this is Rozier's Malik Rozier's first start. Uh, we, we don't right? know. We, we, we still kind of don't know that much about Malik Rozier. Right. I mean, Bethune Cookman basically doesn't count. No. Toledo, you know, he had that bad first half, and then the second half he kind of play. He's kind of even. I mean, he kind of breaks even. He has really bad he streaks. He had a full, yeah. really good game. He has. Yeah, he's right? had really bad mo- moments, like two or three bad quarters in a row, and right. he had that one amazing quarter, like you saw against Duke. He started off like nine of nine, throwing the ball over the place, and then he and then he, and got, he got shut quiet. down yeah, until the quiet. fourth quarter, and then it kind of you know calmed down a little bit. So we have not seen a full consistent game out of Malik Rozier yet. Here's the thing: when Malik Rozier is really good, he's really good, and I and 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 I don't think we've seen Malik Rozier really good the whole entire game, right? So if he puts it all together, he's going to be scary. He's going to be real scary. Now when he's bad, he's really bad. Right, so it, yeah. it's 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 kind of like, what Rozier are you gonna get against FSU? I mean, he threw that really bad interception against Toledo that almost had the they almost got back into the game with that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you know he threw that deep interception against Duke last week, but you know that was really more like a punt, and you know the Canes were already winning. That wasn't as that wasn't as bad as a Toledo one. No, no, no. But it wasn't. 
But yeah, he's he's gonna get pressure for the first time. I mean, he he even runs into a couple. So he ran into a couple sacks against Duke, and so he's gonna face legit hardcore pass rush from the Florida State defense that he's not seen all yet, and I'm not sure how he's gonna be able to handle it. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see what's gonna happen with him. Um, we are uh, again ten minutes. Well, give it about five minutes. We're gonna be joined by Eric Marrero from Kane's Insight, and um, when we come back, stay tuned for that. You're gonna want to hear what he has to say. Hey, this is Jeff Fox from Freeman and Fox, the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want you to meet me at East of Miami. Yes, that's right, East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down the Heyman style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale. Steamed fish, stewed fish, uh, conch fritters, conch salad, uh, fried lobster, fried crab, the best in Bahamian food, south, oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome Bahamian food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Box. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables, and I play the best Bahamian music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami, it all goes down. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. And don't forget, you can get breakfast on Saturday, stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corned beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain, all right? Crack cups, hot salad, lobsters. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down east of Miami, 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the Sports Brothers Radio I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. A 20% return your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby back ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please, drink responsibly. I need football. Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda for $7. Lunch special. Can't beat that deal anyway. Also, the big deal. $23 gets you a large pizza pie and 10 wings and a soda. That is the big time, prime time deal of the century. Walk in there, you tell my boy Carlos that you heard about his Power Pizza. SportsOvertime.com will hook you up with a medium pie. That deal's ridiculous. And garlic rolls. If you like garlic rolls, you can get six garlic rolls for three bucks. But you know what? That's a good deal. Want another better deal? How about 12 garlic rolls for $4? An outrageous, almost a giveaway of garlic rolls. So go right now at Power Pizza. I taught my boy Carlos 
And you heard on sportsovertime.com. You get yourself a free media pie. You can call 305-381-4446. Power Pizza, where the power is in the dough. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma. But we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting DISASTER to the number 20222. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph, and I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Hey, this is Jeff Fox from the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want to tell you all about a great company that has totally changed my life. And if it changed my life, it can change yours. I'm talking about Total Life Changes. Yes, Total Life Changes, where the flagship product is the ISO T, commonly referred to as the skin tea. In just seven short months, I have lost over 50 pounds. Yes, it's true. 50 pounds lost. And hey, I'm just getting started. Just two 8-ounce glasses a day, and you can lose up to 5 pounds in only 5 days. This is no joke, people. Just visit my website. Go to TotalLifeChanges.com forward slash 4801591. That's TotalLifeChanges.com forward slash 4801591. Or email GetDatT at Gmail. That's G-E-T-D-A-T. T-E-A at Gmail, and you can be on your way to being healthy and wealthy at the same time. Total Life Changes is also where you can find the Nutriburst. Get your absolute fullest dose of vitamins or the NRG pills for those long days when you need a boost to pick it all up while burning up to 300 calories a day. You can order your health and wellness products, or you can join our winning team and become your own business owner. In TLC, we get paid five different ways, and we get paid every week. Do you know anybody that wants to lose five pounds in five days? Could you use an extra $500 to $1,000 per week? Well, you'll want to try Total Life Changes. Again, visit my website, totallifechanges.com forward slash 4801591, or email me, get that T, that's G-E-T-D-A-T-T-E-A at Gmail. Make that change today with Total Life Change. Every day, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. We are back here at the Weekly Sports Drop. I am joined now by contributing writer at canesinsight.com. He also covers South Florida recruiting for Canes Insight. My man, Eric Marrero. What's going on, Eric? How you doing, buddy? 
I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys doing? We are doing good, my man. I know you are on your way to uh, one of the big games this weekend down here in uh, South Florida high school football. Um, tell me a little bit about that. What is St. St. Thomas and Deerfield Beach, right? Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'm up against the St. Thomas now. It's like two of the top defenses in the nation going at it. St. Thomas doesn't really have an offense, but it should be a key defensive battle today. Nice. I know we have uh, targets in the yeah, that's what I was going to say. I know we got Al Blades over there, right, playing at St. Thomas. Yeah, he's, he's kind of the only 2018 guy Miami's really looking at, but it's more in the underclass Okay. Miami's really targeting. Nice. All right, and we'll, we'll, get into, we'll get into that a little bit. First, though, obviously, wanted to talk a little bit about the big game today, right? Uh, I'm sorry, this weekend, Miami FSU. Uh, really wanted to dive into the recruiting battles, right? Some kids are committed to either Miami or FSU. They're still, uh, still looking at both schools. First kid that comes to mind is Patrick Joyner, uh, who's obviously committed to the Seminoles, but he's still looking hard at Miami. Uh, question is, how, how, how does this affect uh, you know, the way recruits see the school? Does it, does it swing momentum to any, any one school, depending on who wins? Um, you know, or, or is it how good or how bad maybe that offense or that defense looks? I think it's more of both, but in the recent years, it really has decided who wins South Florida in the recruiting battles. But this year, it's a little different because not, there's not many 2018 targets that are looking at Miami or Florida State. They're all. It's mostly a Miami U.S. battle this season, but it's gonna. It's gonna for sure determine the recruiting battles for 2019, 2020, because a lot of kids are looking at UM and FSU. Gotcha. So give give me a couple of those kids that we are. I guess. Well, first, I guess we can start with the game that you're at today. Uh, again, St. Thomas and Deerfield Beach. Talk to me a little bit about what we're seeing there as far as the two 2019 class, uh, 2020 class on both sides. Well, a lot of linebackers definitely with St. Thomas, two linebackers, Anthony Solomon, 2019, looking at Michigan, Ohio State, Miami, Oklahoma, a lot of schools in the mix there. Jamar Brown just recently transferred from Montenegro Pace. Another guy with Miami, Michigan offers huge battles. But the one that's to focus on Miami FSU is on Deerfield Beach, 2019 linebacker, Jamon Earford. He's looking at Miami FSU, Michigan, Ohio State, but that one's mostly a Michigan, Miami, and FSU battle right there. So that game, a game like tomorrow can really decide his recruitment on what school he favors in the state of Florida. You know, you're, you're really into uh, the uh, recruiting, and I try to follow it as much as I can, uh, definitely on Kane's insight. Uh, what do you think is the, I mean, the biggest deciding factor for some of these kids that are on the edge? Is it really this game itself, or is it, is it more than that? I don't really think it's just this game, because Miami already has most of the 2018 commits locked up. It's going to decide game. It's more bragging rights, in my opinion, in this game. It's more about guys trying to find what seems better in the recruiting process. Not many guys are really looking at It's more becoming, honestly, a Florida. The more the threat to Miami, honestly, is U.S. Because Miami has a lot of guys that they're targeting in 2019 and 2018. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with the media. <laughs> yeah, and I'm on, I'm doing an interview right now as well. Oh, yeah, I like that. Man. I like that. You tell him who's boss, Eric. All right. He didn't pay the five dollars to park. We let him in. <laughs> awesome, man. I like that. I like that. Hey, Eric. By the way, I um, I'm actually here with uh, with Robbie Campbell as well from uh, from uh, Seven Ninety the Ticket. He uh, produces with uh, the uh, One to Three Hour. Uh, he has actually a couple of things he wants to talk yeah. to you about, also, man. Yeah, Eric. Um, I mean. It seems like the go-to move every time Miami loses to Florida State is like, oh, bro, we got this recruiting class coming in next year. And next year, 
You know, you, you said most of the commitments are already locked up. It's supposed to be the number one class. Is that going to console? Is this class that good enough to console another loss to FSU, their eighth in a row? Did we lose him? Maybe. Eric, you still there? Did we lose him? Did you did you lose him again, no, Robbie? I don't, I don't think I I don't think he's gone. Just drifted away. I mean, we could try to. Did the did the parking police get him again? Yeah, I don't know what happened there. All right, we'll do we'll do a little. Uh, uh, he's uh, gone, yeah, right? we did definitely lose uh, him. Now we'll, now he doesn't lose him. We we'll tried to do a little we'll, redial here. Yeah, we'll try to get him back. Um, <laughs> let, let let me tell you though, Eric is really good. He's part of that. You know, uh, Peter Rees. And everybody over there at Kane's Insight that's got the uh, that new site up out the huddle also with uh, with DJ Williams, with with Brett, with Antrell, with John Vilma. So we've got some really cool guys on that too. And obviously when we talk to uh, when we talk to DJ here at 6:30, you guys are going to be able to um, kind of hear what he has to say about this game as well. But I think we'll be able to get. Uh, We'll be able to get Eric back here shortly. So I know he's going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, who we should keep an eye on this year. Uh, you know, I know that the 2018 class is almost filled up, but I think there's a few guys that they're really going to hold off on, see if they can if, if they can grab this year. And then obviously maybe some possible flips like my boy uh, Patrick Joyner, Greg, like my boy Patrick Joyner and uh, maybe some other guys that are out there uh, that they're still looking at. So, you know, we'll get a prediction. I think we got him, I think we got him back. Did we get him back? I think we got no Oh, I thought the parking police got you again, man. <laughs> All right, so no, Eric. The parking service. So, <laughs> so, Eric, I was Robbie here. I don't know if you heard my question, but. Yeah, I heard. Can you repeat it one more time? Yeah, yeah, sure, for the, for the, for the listeners out there. Because uh, a classic move, every time the Hurricanes lose to Florida State is, hey, bro, but we got this recruiting class coming in. It's always the fallback. Now, next year's recruiting class is supposed to be really good, number one in the country. All the recruits are already basically locked in. And so is this recruiting class that good enough that if the Hurricanes lose again to Florida State, people won't be that mad because the recruiting class is that good? It, if you're going by the recruiting standpoint, the kids, the kids, honestly, it doesn't really matter if they win. It would obviously be more of an incentive if they win. But the kids are mostly looking at – how UM's going to do after this game. UM lost four in a row last year. They've done it multiple times the last couple of years, losing after the FSU games going on a big losing streak. So it's big, the key factor is how they respond after first day, win or loss. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, okay, so now that going going off of that, I know you told me the 2018 class, and obviously, you know, I, I did take a look at that. 2018 class is almost full now. I'm sure there's a couple of spots that, you know, Miami coach Rick is actually, you know, going to kind of hold off on, see what they can get, maybe some possible flips. Who do you think we should keep an eye on that either favors Miami, maybe some guys like that, or maybe some possible flips for the two, uh, 2018 class? It's... Honestly, the 2018 class is mostly locked. They're basically the only guys that are really trying to flip are Tyquan Thornton. Why I, I interviewed on Monday at the Columbus game, he told me that he's he's 100% locked in with UF. That Miami's class basically they're looking at another wide receiver spot, but it's honestly kind of hard to figure out who they're going to get because they they kind of waited hard on Kevin Austin, who's going right. to Notre Dame, Tyquan Thornton going to UF, and then they're trying to flip the South Dade linebacker from FSU. So that's a big that's definitely a big point. This is getting a win here would definitely help the cause of flipping him. Eric, uh, you, you got another. You got at least two, this year and next year of Malik Rozier. You got N Nikosi Perry, who is a freshman right now, and then you got Arthur Sikowski, 
uh, from the next year's class, and we already saw, saw Jack Allison transfer from this from this program. Um, what do you expect of these quarterbacks in the years to come? Are, I mean, I can't imagine Nikosi Perry and Sikowski are all going to be sticking around. So, so what do you expect down the road? It's a, it's, it's going to be a tricky question, honestly, for UM. They have two more years of Malik Rozier, and if he continues to support the way he's performing now, he's definitely going to be the quarterback next year. So it's the, the battle to look at is the year we played U.S., 2019. Who's going to start for the Canes against U.S. that opening game in Orlando? I mean, it's kind of hard to say right now because the Canes have Cade Weldon, who they like a lot. Yep. Sikowski trying to target a 2019 quarterback, but he won't be here for the game. So the quarterbacks said they're basically going to – it's basically going to be three quarterbacks, Weldon, Perry, and Sikowski. They're going to be three quarterbacks, and they're going to have to decide which man's going to lead the job against the Gators. Yeah, because if Malik Rozier continue, continues to play the way he's going to play, he's not going to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's going to play. He's I mean, start this year also. Yeah, he's not going to lose that job. So, so uh, and, and I'm looking forward to that because because I like him. I really do like him. I think he fits the system real well, especially. I think he runs off. You know, excellent. Absolutely, running that RPO. I he's think he's he's really good. So, all right. So one more thing before we kind of uh, wrap this up. If you had to predict it, right? Who do you who do you think uh, who do you think we uh, well. I guess you you kind of answered this, but who do you uh, who do you think comes out on top tomorrow? This is this, I've I've said this for a lot. I'm, I'm a huge Miami homer because I've been a fan, but these are the type of games that are just so unpredictable. Like last year, blocked field goal at the end. These are honestly the hard. If I gut feeling says I want to say Miami just blows them out because I feel like they honestly can. Yeah, be careful. The be way careful. Florida State's playing, <laughs> but. I think it's, it'll probably be closer, so I think Miami will win somehow seven by seven or three. A big win would be nice, honestly. Oh, yeah, it would be nice. It kind I'll of just take any win. A huge statement. I mean, I'll take anything right now, right? Robbie says we'll take anything <laughs> right any now. Win. Yeah, a win would be a statement, but if they if they come out and have a big performance, like some of the recruits are saying they win by a blowout, if they come out with a blowout, it would be a huge statement to the nation that the U is taking the right steps to get back to where they were. Eric, let them know where, where, uh, where they can find your work, man. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Murrow U, and I'm a right contributor writer for Kane's Insight, and that's basically it. Awesome, man. I want to thank Eric Marrero for coming on, writer for Kane's Insight. We'll get together again, Eric, sometime soon, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, Eric. No, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. you All right, good night. buddy. Good night. Yeah. When we come back. I think uh, we'll, we'll get right into it, man. We got DJ Williams, Kings legend, Kings great, national champion, anything you want to call him, first rounder. He is the man. He is going to be on with us in a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. Man, I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. A 20% return. Turn your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby back ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please drink responsibly. I need football. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma. 
but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting disaster to the number 20222. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph. And I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Every day, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. Hey, this is Jeff Fox from the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want to tell you all about a great company that has totally changed my life. And if it changed my life, it can change yours. I'm talking about Total Life Changes. Yes, Total Life Changes, where the flagship product is the ISO T, commonly referred to as the Skin T. In just seven short months, I have lost over 50 pounds. Yes, it's true. 50 pounds lost. And hey, I'm just getting started. Just two 8-ounce glasses a day, and you can lose up to 5 pounds in only 5 days. This is no joke, people. Just visit my website. Go to TotalLifeChanges.com forward slash 4801591. That's TotalLifeChanges.com forward slash 4801591. Or email Get that T at Gmail. That's G-E-T-D-A-T-T-E-A at Gmail. And you can be on your way to being healthy and wealthy at the same time. Total Life Changes is also where you can find the Nutriburst. Get your absolute fullest dose of vitamins. Or the NRG pills for those long days when you need a boost to pick it all up while burning up to 300 calories a day. You can order your health and wellness products or you can join our winning team and become your own business owner. In TLC, we get paid five different ways, and we get paid every week. Do you know anybody that wants to lose five pounds in five days? Could you use an extra $500 to $1,000 per week? Well, you'll want to try Total Life Changes. Again, visit my website, totallifechanges.com forward slash 480-1591, or email me, get that tea. That's G-E-T-D-A-T-T-E-A at Gmail. Make that change today with Total Life Change. Need a fresh cut but don't know who to trust? Check out Ace of Fades Barbershop located in North Miami. Not only do they have the best barbers in town, they offer the best treatments and services. I'm talking blowouts, Beijing, designs, hot towel, fresh fades, and much more. Let them fix what your barber missed. Ace of Fades Barbershop located at 2208 Northeast 123rd Street in North Miami. Open seven days a week. Call them up at 786-300-6660. Ace of Fades. Every day across this country, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. 
broadcasting music and programming that you won't hear anywhere else. It's one of the last places where people can really be able to actually say what they want to say. Without it, you wouldn't have a place for local artists to perform. Certain people need to have a chance, a fighting chance, and College Radio is that place for it. College Radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it too. This is where we start out, you know? From getting all this great experience working in college radio, it makes you want to work in real radio. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now, more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. Facebook. Facebook is cool. The biggest thing since Google. Like, like our, our Facebook, Facebook fan page at sportsovertime.com. Get ready. We are back live here, Mary Brickle Village, on the campus of Miami Media School Studios. I am with my boy, Robbie Campbell. This is the weekly sports drop. Well, sometimes, you know, when you go up against Florida State, Things don't always go as you plan. Correct. And it's a, it's a lesson, you know, out there. You think you're going to go in there like, you know, Eric was just on with us. He was ho- he was hoping for a blowout. Everyone's telling me that the Canes are going to beat the brakes off of Florida State. And I just can't buy it. And we, 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 we've been falling for this trip too many times. This trip, this trap, too yeah. many times. And yeah. so, like, something goes in, you go into that game, something happens you're not expecting. That changes everything. Yeah, kind of like the kind of like kind of like what we uh, just experienced, right? Um, so, DJ will be on probably a little bit later, uh, having a hard time with the connection. So we'll be able to get him on a little bit later. But um, I mean, look, going back to what you were talking about with you know everybody thinking that we're gonna you know beat the living daylights out of FSU, tread lightly, yeah. proceed with caution because. It is, at the end of the day, it's FSU Miami, man. And, you know, I was talking about this with Sean last week. I was saying, you know, if, if, if I have to do a prediction, and I'm not a prediction guy. I hate doing predictions. Yeah, I hate but it if, too. If I have to do a prediction, uh, you know, I told him something like 24 to 13. And he's, he's going crazy. I'm like, 24 to, he's like 24 to 14, 14, uh, 24 to 13 is what I said. I'm like, yeah. He's like, no, nah, I see a blowout. And I'm like, I, I, I just, I, I Wait, can't. Wait, Sean sees a blowout? Sean thinks. Don't listen to Sean. He's a gator. Don't <laughs> let him influence that yes. he's going to be a blowout. His input does not matter in this game. His input will matter at the, at the last weekend of the season when, when they play Florida State. I, I, I think he did it just He's a gator. Yeah, he, he, he wanted to do it. He wanted to do something. It's Easy like when you're a gator. Kind of wanted to jinx us. Yeah, exactly. He's doing. Don't listen to Sean. He's a gator. His gator input. Ah, the gator stink anyway. Sean. So yeah, he. It's, it's easy for. It's, it's, you see how? I knew what I noticed. You just, you just brought a good point. Like everybody on the outside that doesn't have any stake in this game, whether it's a Gator fan, whether it's just your national media, who don't have any rooting interest, they all see the Canes blowing them out. Well, we but us here, who've watched this game every single year and are into this game and are hardcore fans, we're a little bit more skeptical. Yeah, I mean, they don't know. They don't know what we've been through for the past seven years. They don't know what we've been through for the past twenty years, whatever it is. I mean, all the wide rights and the wide lefts, all the um, the blocked field goals. Even did he re- did he block the field goal last year? Yeah, or, it was blocked extra yeah, point. Was, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, blocked extra Same point. Same thing. They they don't understand what we've gone through. Yeah, there has been some blowouts here and there, um, but for the most part, man, hey, it's not thirty-one to thirty series. 
for nothing. Yeah, you know? and you know Scott Van Pelt said it last night on Sports. That's the stat I brought up earlier in the day is that Florida State's been an underdog five times since 2005, and they've won all five games yeah. without the point spread. They won. They've won outright all five times. They've been underdogs. That's the scary part. That's just, guess who just joined? Brett Romberg just joined. Oh, he's joining. Facebook Live. Yeah. What's up, Brett? Romberg. <laughs> we're gonna bring. We're gonna bring uh, Romberg in here soon. Uh, if. Uh, if DJ doesn't come on early, maybe we'll catch him a little bit later on. You want to go to break and give Romberg a call? Or? <laughs> no, no. You know what? Look, I, I want to talk a little bit about, I, I, guess, I, I guess from our perspective, you know, we're going to hear from these guys, but from, from our perspective, kind of want to break down the uh, each side of the football, right? Defensive side, offensive side. We have gone into it a little bit. Uh, I, I think I want to talk about the defense first, you know, First game against Bethune-Cookman, you know, we were running pretty much a base defense. Again, against Toledo, we ran a base 4-3 defense. These guys are still getting a lot of pressure with that front four. I think that front seven that we have is probably one of the best in college football. And I think they're a little underrated right now. I, I, you know, we haven't played anybody yet. I don't know if, they're, I don't you know know if anybody's calling them underrated. That's just one thing. Yeah, they haven't played anybody yet. But I think one concern that Barry Jackson illustrated in his article several times is that the defensive players were reading their headlines about them in the offseason. And it kind of always gets into the head. They, right? Yes, it gets in the head. They start getting fat and they start feeling good about themselves. And the next thing you know, the first drive of the season, Bethune Cookman's driving down for a field goal. Yeah. And yeah. Bethune Cookman scored three times, which is way too much for Bethune Cookman to score. Absolutely. And then Toledo, we all know what, I mean, what Toledo did. Well, so, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, though, what was most concerning for me out of everything was. Uh, Definitely wasn't the front seven. It was those cornerbacks. And I understand that a front seven puts good pressure and makes it makes the cornerbacks look that much better. But they were still picking on guys D. like Delaney. D. Delaney. I mean, I was completely sold on the fact that he was absolutely terrible. And then he kind of showed up against Duke a little bit, played a little bit better. Uh, you know, he wasn't covering their best guy, apparently. I think it was Malik Young, who I happen to think is the best cornerback on this team. Mm-hmm. I think Malik Young can play some ball. Uh, you know, the back end with, ja- <clears throat> excuse me, with Jaquan Johnson, I think we're all right. Uh, Red Wine scares me a little bit as well with coverage skills. Uh, but... Uh, it's, it's starting to come around. D. Delaney's starting to get a little bit better. They're starting to play Bandy. They're starting to play Malik Young a little bit more. I still want to see Javante Dean, too, the uh, the, uh, uh, the community college uh, transfer that had an offer from Alabama. The guy's got to play. I mean, if you get an offer from Nick Saban, you got to be pretty good, right? Still you haven't think. seen him. Yeah, well, you would think. Yeah. Still haven't seen him on the field much. So I still want to see a little bit more from that, uh, you know, defensive backs. I definitely do. Yeah, and of course, I mean, the key to everything, the key to the entire defense is, is the, the sophomore linebackers. Oh, yeah. The, the, I mean, you know, it's Quarterman, whether it's Pinckney, you know, that's that's the key to everything. Without I don't want to blaspheme and call them the new Bermuda Triangle, but oh. <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty damn good. They they're they're, they're, they're good. good. I mean, they, they showed it at the end of last year, especially in that bowl game against West Virginia. They oh, really yeah. they really came on. And then, of course, you got the defensive line. You got a, Joe, Jack, not Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. Yeah, Joe Jackson. Yeah, yeah, Joe Jackson. yeah that's what I meant. Well, you got Joe Jackson. You got Demetrius Jackson. Yeah, Demetrius got, Jackson. That's what it was. Yeah, you got Chad Thomas. You Chad got Thomas. Trent Harris. I mean, that line is deep, you know, at at, at, at end and at tackle because you know, backup tackles, Moten and um, uh, who's the other uh, who's the other backup tackle? Oh, uh, Norton. Well, Norton's Norton, on the backup. Well, but he's, Norton, McIntosh, then you got Moten. Yeah. So you, you got a strong defensive line. Now, one thing this defense is vulnerable to, they especially – this goes back to them reading their own headlines. They get they get fat and they get super aggressive on the pass rush, and then they get burned a little screen pass right, right there. You can see on the Facebook Live a little screen a little screen pass, a wide receiver screen, a running back screen on an all out blitz. 
it, it seems like that's that's one thing they're vulnerable. Do to. you think that's them? You think that's Manny Diaz dialing up? These, I think the these first calls. two games they were just nervous, and you know right. they were just nervous, and they were the first game of the season. They were all they were. I mean, not nervous, but they were overamped. Right. They, they have a tendency to get overamped. And now Duke was a Friday night on the road. It kind of you know. Put set the, set the light there for the yeah. defense. Now they, now, gave, they gave them some yards in between the 20s, yeah. though. They did. They kind of a little bend I mean, don't break mentality. It there. was very bend and don't break us. And then Duke went, went for it on fourth down at one, and they got stopped on the first drive that of the game. That kind of you know, switched over the momentum right there, I think. I think that helped a lot. Well, yeah, they should. I mean, Duke's, I mean, Duke's not a slouch on offense. No, they're yeah. not. No, they're not. And they, they held them to six points. You know, you can't, I mean, I know Duke did have some drives. They had some yards here, left and right. I mean, they, 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 there's a lot of third and threes and third and twos that they had. Right. And so that, that that would make it easier for the Florida State quarterback to be able to get the job done. I think – Got to get a couple sacks. Yeah, I think the biggest thing against a couple sacks, I think they need mm-hmm. to get a couple more than just yeah. a couple. If they do, I mean, he's not going to be able to do anything. I think Blackman's going to get rattled big time. And, and like you said, we, we have to get out of those third and shorts. I think if we can make it a third and long, it's going to be a really long game. You know, for, for yeah. FSU. I mean, you look at what Toledo Absolutely. look look at what Toledo did early in the game. It's every every third down was third and one or third although, and two. Uh, although Duke converted on third and nineteen, I think twice. Yeah. So I mean, but I mean that's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, more often more often than not, you're going to get off the field on third and nineteen. Uh, but third and short can't can't let it happen. Can't let it happen. On the offensive side, however, now you know I said a little earlier about establishing the run. Um, That's always been a problem against Florida State. It always has been. It always has been. Like, no matter how great the running game has been the first part of the season, once it comes to Florida State time, it's shutdown time on the running game. I think they got to be more aggressive. they got to do a better job. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping they will. To be perfectly honest with you, though, I, I think it's going to be up to Malik Rozier to make some plays this game. I mean, look, last year you had that RPO with Brad Kaya. Nobody, nobody believes that Brad no. Kaiser take off and run. At least with Malik Rozier, you have that factor. Wait, is he going to get linebackers aren't going to react to Brad Kaya. They're going to react to Malik Rozier. Yes, one hundred percent. You know, so I mean, I, if he can, if he can kind of establish that RPO, like you said, he's going to be real effective. He's going to get linebackers going one way. He's going to be able to fake the handoff, go the other way, maybe drop back, throw. I mean. It's going to open up everything else on offense. I think that that RPO with Malik Rozier, more than anything else, is going to open up the rest of the offense. I mean, I'm not worried about Amon Richards making plays. I mean, to me, he's the he's the best wide receiver in the ACC, possibly top five in the country. I mean, I'm. Uh, I, I, well, we're I, a little bit biased here. I'm, I'm a little biased, but <laughs> he, he's he's really good. He's really good. Uh, I, I think we need to start throwing the ball a little bit more to Chris Herndon as well, mm-hmm. our tight end. I mean, I understand he's he's the only thing we have. We don't have much depth there because Michael Irvin's just not getting it done right now. As a tight end, um, but I like I like Chris Herndon a lot. I think they need to get him the ball a little bit more, even if they have to spread him out wide and maybe run him, you know, uh, from from the uh, from the slot, whatever it is, uh, get the ball more to Chris Herndon as well. I mean, we can score some points, but at the end of the day, it's all up to big number one man. Can he get some holes to run through? Can Travis Homer get some holes to run through? If those guys can get some holes to run through, it's it, again, it's going to be a long night for FSU. Even on defense. And I understand they've got a really good defense. You know, they've got this kid, Derwin James, their safety, yeah. who's, uh, you know, first-round first draft pick. But, you know, I, I hate the comparisons to Sean Taylor. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that they're comparing him to him. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he, he, can, he can even be in the same vicinity as, as Sean Taylor's jockstrap. So, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, again, it's biased, but it's the truth, man. I mean, Sean Taylor was absolutely yeah. amazing, you know. And well, I mean, yeah, but Dermot James, 
Uh, he he still he still pros well. He he almost missed the first would have missed the first half of this game because he did have a targeting penalty uh, last week against Wake Forest. I saw that. I saw. I was watching the and game. Get, when that it, happened. It, it was a good overturn. I don't think he hit it. He didn't hit his helmet. He no, got he his did. body. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It was a good call by by the referee. Uh, the refugees. I was gonna say the referee. Refugee. Think Tom Petty. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> but, did you hear what, someone someone called him Tom Brady on the Heartbreakers earlier today? So really, I was just listening to it. Uh, I think um, Perkins was talking about it today. <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady, Tom Brady yeah. and the Heartbreakers. Oh my God! Just to show you where their mentality is. Well, they did have a game last night. Yeah, they did. They did. So. In the Listen, guys. When we come back, we're gonna try to get either DJ on the on the uh, on the air, or we're gonna go ahead and go on with uh, with Brett. Mm-hmm. This will be fun. Oh, I got I got a really cool question. For I got Brett. Of, I got some questions for you both of them too. Yeah, I got questions for both of them. Too. Ram Dog, we're coming for you. This is Jeff Fox from Freeman and Fox, the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want you to meet me at East of Miami. Yes, that's right, East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down the Heyman style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale. Steamed fish, stewed fish, conch uh, fritters, conch salad, uh, fried lobster, fried crab, the best in Bahamian food, south, oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome Bahamian food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Fox. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables, and I play the best Bahamian music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami, it all goes down. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place. In Miami Garden. And don't forget, you can get breakfast on Saturday. Stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corned beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain. All right? Crack cup, conch salad, lobsters. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down. East of Miami, 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the Sports Brothers Radio I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. A 20% return. Turn your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby back ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please drink responsibly. I need football. Need a fresh cut but don't know who to trust? Check out Ace of Fades Barbershop located in North Miami. Not only do they have the best barbers in town, 
they offer the best treatments and services. I'm talking blowouts, Beijing, designs, hot towel, fresh fades, and much more. Let them fix what your barber missed. Ace of Fades Barbershop, located at 2208 Northeast 123rd Street in North Miami. Open seven days a week. Call them up at 786-300-6660. Ace of Fades. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma, but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting DISASTER to the number 20222. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph. And I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Every day, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda for $7. Lunch special. Can't beat that deal anyway. Also, the big deal. $23 gets you a large pizza pie and 10 wings and a soda. That is the big time, prime time deal of the century. You walk in there, you tell my boy Carlos that you heard about his power pizza. Sportsovertime.com will hook you up with a medium pie. What? That deal's ridiculous. And garlic rolls. If you like garlic rolls, you can get six garlic rolls for three bucks. But you know what? That's a good deal. Want another better deal? How about 12 garlic rolls? For $4, an outrageous, almost a giveaway of garlic rolls. So go right now at Power Pizza. I taught my boy Carlos. And he heard it on sportsovertime.com. You get yourself a free media pie. You can call 305-381-4446. Power Pizza, where the power is in the dough. This is Nigel here. You're listening to sportsovertime.com. What's going on, guys? We are back here on the campus of Miami Media School. I am with... Robbie Campbell. We are in Mary Brickle Village. This is the weekly sports drop. I am joined now by the myth, the man, the myth, the legend, Kane's great, Remington Trophy winner, All-American, the pride of Windsor, Ontario, national champion, Brett Romberg. What's going on, Rob Dog? How you doing, brother? What's happening, man? It sounds like you got a decent little spot to broadcast from over there, Mary Brickle Village. Woo. Ooh, wow. na- it was—it's a really nice view. Oh yeah, there's so p- parties everywhere over here. Oh yeah, how do I look? How do I look? No <laughs> How do I look? I look all right. <laughs> Rom, I appreciate you coming on, man. We had a—we had an issue with D- DJ Big League dust. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, no problem. No problem. Glad to help out. Is that a shocker? Have you heard his voicemail, by the way? Coco Crisp or something like that. Oh my God! What yeah. is going on with that, man? From a tree. <laughs> I lost it, man. I couldn't get mad at him when I heard that, so <laughs> I was just like, whatever. 
I gotta, I gotta start off with this though. I have to ask you, where'd you get the nickname Ram Dog? I heard through the grapevine, an old story with a sabrette and a hot dog bun and Larry Coker. I don't know what's going on there, man. Yeah, might want to clear the air on that. Yeah, I don't it know. Was, uh, it was one of those situations where you saw at the beginning of Thirty for Thirty Part Two, right? That dude running around streaking with the blur. That was me streaking. <laughs> so for Shocker. the most part, it was a little bit of. You know, messing around. Somebody had a hot dog bun. I'm gonna went ahead and grabbed my deal and, and put it in the hot dog bun and asked asked the head coach if if uh, <laughs> if he wanted a sample or something like that. And then he replied quick as a hiccup that if I wanted finger food, I'd go upstairs. But that was, that was classic. Not a lot of people knew about Coach Coker's sense of humor, so it was uh, it was it was kind of privy to the locker room. But it was it was awesome. It was quick witted, and he was great. Well, I kind of feel like Coach Coker is one of the only guys that you can probably get away with that, something like that on, huh? Yeah, Butch Davis might have tried to slam me over the back of a couch. Guaranteed. But, Guaranteed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but we had, a, we had a really good relationship with Coker, so it worked out real well. Awesome, man. Awesome. <laughs> well, check this out. Obviously, we're all pretty excited about this one coming up this week. It's been, it's been a little too long of a wait, man. Seven years. Seven long, long, hard, depressing years. Uh, Miami FSU is here. You got to give me a good one, man. Give me a good Miami FSU sto uh, story. Give me a great, a great moment, a big play, something you got for me. Well, for the most part, I think I think the one thing that what I learned for the first couple of years that I didn't participate in this game was was how much everybody hated Florida State. Mm -hmm. And the one person that I hated Florida State the most was probably Arthur Francis Kehoe the third. So. <laughs> Um, we kind of learned and, and, and obviously reflected on how our coach's attitude was. So right. uh, I learned from guys like Casey Jones, Rich Mercier, uh, Eric Schnapp, uh, some of the guys that came before me. And then obviously I kind of got into the fold with Joaquin Gonzalez, uh, Martin Bibla, Sherpa Haji Brazuli, Brian McKinney, and then Vernon Carey and Chris Myers. And then it just got passed on generation to generation along with our degenerate mindsets on how we basically break each other down to build each other up by either making fun of our moms or sisters or our current girlfriends. So it was uh, it was probably the, the best memories about going against Florida State and how, how tough the war was. Right. And, and, and you know, I, I hate to do the comparison of, of war and football, and it, it's, it's never going to be equal. Um, but... But, but as close as you could possibly get to physically fist fighting somebody for three and a half hours, there's no other place you can do it other than on a football field. So um, it's, it's, it's a constant seven to nine seconds of all-out aggression, fist fighting, biting, clawing, kicking, um, probably about 70 times, a, 70 times a game on offense. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and it's just one of those things that, you know, the guy that you're going against you you end up knowing what color his teeth are. You end up knowing how many boogers he's got up his nose, <laughs> how bad he smells. That's how bad you're into these guys all the time. So uh, it, it, my two guys were always going to be Darnell Dockett, and, and, and I believe his name is Jeff Womble. Those, those are the guys you Womble went to war with, huh? Those are the guys you, you, were, you were kind of across from. What, for three or four years, huh? Yeah, year in and year out, the two defensive tackles. And then, obviously, you had uh, the Bullwares, the linebackers, right. Paulies, uh, some really good players on the other side of that football. But but 
I was always in the trenches going to war with, you know, the two defensive tackles all the time. So obviously Darnell Dockett went on multiple Pro Bowls, played for the Arizona Cardinals for a long time, yeah. uh, made a buku amount of money. And then I don't know really what would happen with Womble. I think he probably snuck in a few years, and that was about it. But but Florida State is always very well known for their defensive line, their defensive front. And, and I think moving forward tomorrow uh, in the afternoon, I think that's basically where the emphasis is going to be, to tell you the truth. I think that uh, our defense is going to be fine. They're actually probably going to have a field day and put together a boatload of highlights. Uh, I'm more concerned about our running game and our mm-hmm. offensive line coming out and, and – playing a physical 60-minute football game that doesn't have let-ups, whether it's goal line shutouts or short yardage or red zone situations that they do need to finish, uh, which they've been struggling with a little bit this year. Well, you know, that's what I was talking about with uh, with Robbie, I think. My first, you know, my major concern was how, you know, how is that offensive line going to hold up? Are they going to be able to establish the run? Because, you know, as Robbie was talking about, you know, we've always had an issue you know, running the ball a little bit against FSU. So how is that going to stack up, especially with, you know, Mark Walton having a little bit of an ankle issue? I like I like Travis Homer. I, I like a little I, I like the depth there more than a lot of people do because I do like I'm a big fan right. of Travis Homer. But, um, you know, it, it is a little bit of a concern. I think that um, if we can establish that, I think it's going to open it up for, for Malik. I, I really do. I think so, too. And as, as, as long as our offensive line stays physical, throughout the ending of a play because let's face it we we don't like each other i don't care what anybody says i don't care if you were born in 1979 i don't care if you were born in 1996 97 you come to the university of miami you hate florida state and i imagine vice versa i don't care what people tell you um so i'm, I'm looking at maybe you know the end of the play mark Walton's on the bottom of a pile don't put it past the florida state seminal to start twisting an ankle uh, well, and, and don't put it past one of our guys to do the same thing. I know there was you know, a there so our offensive. Go ahead. No, I, I know there was a guy that you guys played with that did, went a little bit beyond that in well, the uh, in the. Well, Darnell Dawkins actually did it against Florida, and yeah. he like broke the guy's ankle against against Florida. Yeah, but we're talking about <laughs> po- poking eyes and, and and touching the man parts and and grabbing them. I know, I know. A few, oh yeah, 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 that happens. I actually, I actually had a good buddy of mine that plays in the CFL that actually. Uh, I guess you can call it sexually assaulted uh, the quarterback <laughs> after he sacked him. I don't know if I want to know that that whole <laughs> I, entire story. I, I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to hear that one a Dude. little bit later. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I know it's going to be a hard fall. And You know what? At the end of the day, Florida State still has a really good defense as well. So it's not like uh, we're going to go up against some slouches on the other side either. I understand their, their offense may be struggling, but that's still a damn good defense on the other side. So. Yeah, the time of possession is going to be key. And again, just like anything, in Florida State games, if you look back in Florida State games, we always mess up somehow, and they always mess up somehow. So I've played in Florida State games where we fumble the opening kickoff and they get the ball on the 15, 16-yard line and you know get an easy quick seven. But um, it's, it's how we overcome those key mess mess ups, basically, those, those, those jacked-up plays that you want back. If you can go to the sideline and forget about it and not worry about being like, oh, here we go again. This is what's going to lose our game for us. And, and just kind of like flush it and throw it away and then get back out there and get your chance to, to shine once again. You know, like same thing Santana Moss said that, that made him famous about it was, you know, the big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. Yeah. And earlier that game, I remember Santana actually dropping either it was a punt or a kickoff return and fumbling it and obviously giving that ball up. So, um, But totally coming back and redeeming himself. Robert, this is Robbie here. Um, 
I think the whole half the purpose of this game is after the game, the bragging rights, the talking smack, or the talking smack leading up into the game to the other side. Now, having lost seven years in a row, does that kind of hamper the smack talking, at least on your side, Romberg? Yeah, yeah, it really does. Um, you have the guys like my generation that like either didn't lose or only lost one or two times in their college mm. career to Florida State. Um, these, these, the last couple generations, the last couple classes don't know what it's like to beat Florida State, so they got to keep their mouth shut basically mm. until they earn their own victories. They still hate them, but you know, if you ask a Florida State Seminole, they'll give you the well. Is it really a rivalry, or is it even really worth? talking smack why would on what grounds do you guys have the right to talk mm-hmm. any smack so uh it, it, it's always something that's that's gone on throughout the years that is very uh, uh it's a touchy subject on our side of the football up there i think they they think a little bit differently but <laughs> uh but i'll tell you what you ask a cane that's in an nfl locker room right now and they're tired of having guys come up to them and trying to bet them on that saturday's game so NFL guys are going to the hotels on Saturdays or they're flying to whatever city they're playing in on Sunday. And then you got 15, 20 guys that are trying to challenge you every single weekend for bets. 100 bucks. You got 100 on it. You got 100 on it. <laughs> and, and it gets draining after a while, especially when you were losing so many damn games for so many years. Yeah. But back when I came out, nobody would approach you in the locker room. You'd have to go hunting for people to try to take bets. But there was always that Florida State semen hole that was in that locker room that would love to take your bets. So um, these, this is like a little bit of a redemption for a lot of the guys in the locker room that lost a boatload of money over the years uh, trying to bet against uh, the Florida State Seminoles. Hey, um, Rom, I got to ask you, though, what do you, how, how do you see this game, though? I see this game's going to be a scrap. Like it's it, it's going to be a big time scrap. But the difference is going to be, I think we're going to come out at halftime with with a different mentality of uh, we should not be hanging around with these guys or allowing these guys to hang out with us. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit of a a shock factor, maybe of holy crap, uh, we're killing the Florida State Seminoles right now physically, time on the clock, uh, special plays, explosive plays. And then they're going to start really believing in their abilities. I know they're confident now. I know, I, I know that they play decent football, and guys are starting to really feel themselves, and the defensive unit is starting to gel a little bit. But I think it's about time that, that aside from them being a little bit confident in their own abilities, I think they just need to start focusing on themselves more and not even worry about who's across from them on the football field. So I think after they come out at halftime being up, I don't think they're going to be up considerably, but I just think that they're going to feel the domination that they have going on in front of them, um, and they're going to just kind of revel in it. And then I think that's when the game's going to take off a little bit more. And uh, I know Trell thinks by two touchdowns. I was thinking by about 13 points, but um, but I definitely think it's going to be a, a considerable win. Romberg, uh, if somehow you were invited to go speak to the team in the locker room before the game, what would you sell them? Ooh, nice. Uh, Putting you on the spot, Rom. There's been hype. Yeah, I know. Uh, Sorry about probably, that. <laughs> I'd probably take the tactic. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'd probably take the tactic of um, trying to make them feel that this game uh, is not only another Saturday on their schedule. This is a game that determines who your little brother wants to watch and go to school where. This is the game where your friends call you after that ended up going to other universities 
on either academic scholarships or just going out of state. This is the game where your family watches. This is the game where your long-lost relatives that live in Oregon give you a phone call and say, holy smokes, I'm related to you. <laughs> this is the game that totally puts everything you've ever done at the University of Miami, summers, winters, springs. This right now is the game that determines your future. You want to go to the NFL? Ball out. You want to create highlight videos? No better place than against Florida State. I'm ready to throw you on some pads right business. now, man. You know what I mean? I'm ready to throw yeah, on some pads right now, somebody, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I want to hit somebody. Jesus. Uh, quick. There, there's not only the, the, the 80 kids in that locker room that are watching right now and that are that are hoping for the best, but there's, there's the thousands that have gone before them that are played against the Florida State Seminoles that – that are really, really relying on them. So, you know, just go out and know that you have thousands behind you that have put those helmet and shoulder pads on and strapped them cleats up and tried to whoop a dude's ass just like you're about to tonight. So make it happy. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it, man. I like that. Um, quick, quick, before we let you go, Rom, I, I really want to talk to you a little bit about you know, tell me what you're doing with uh, OTH, what it is. You know, definitely want more people to know about it. So, and, and, and I love it. I oh, enjoy yeah, it. I love yeah, what you guys definitely. are doing. So, yeah, we're basically giving like a media platform everything about the University of Miami. Like, we want, we want everybody to just find out exactly what's going on from a player perspective. You always get the generic watered down coach talk. You, know, you get the players who aren't allowed to really speak to the media who have to get the generic answers. Um, we want to tell the stories of when we play. We want to open up doors and avenues for local businesses in the community. Um, our sponsors, we, we want to just create this massive network of people that love the Miami Hurricanes. So whether it's car dealerships, whether it's restaurants, bars, clothing lines, stores, food, you name it. It's just, it's just everybody who loves the Canes we have a common denominator and we want to try to deliver a message of positivity, whether it's the guys that are in the NFL now that are doing big things that might get lost in the shuffle uh, or, or the guy grinding to stay on the roster, let them know that, you know, we're, we're, we're behind them. We, we got a lot of people still watching it. So uh, I think it's the brainchild of DJ Williams in a, in a, in a funny ass text group that we just used to have for the last couple of years. And, and, and getting together with the, the little brainchild of, of Peter Arese. I oh, think yeah. that there's no better person right now that's covering the University of Miami. Yeah, he's that great. knows every little nitty-gritty thing other than Pete. But uh, uh, but that's basically it, man. That's just like trying to get trying to get the message out there and, 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 and the culture and deliver that. And, and the school has been phenomenal with us as well about, you know, being an open-door policy with us and, and, and allowing us to basically – give our story and, and along with them uh, helping us. That's great, man. Out the, great out the huddle, out the huddle.com, right? That's where they can, yep. uh, they can check yep. out all the stuff, right? Yep. Okay. Awesome. Again, Brett, I appreciate you coming on, man. This was, this was big. Um, I truly appreciate you. You've been awesome. And, uh, Definitely want people to listen into his morning show as well. Yep. Seven ninety the ticket with Amber and and, and Zazlo. It's a really awesome Slim. show uh, and Slim, yeah. <laughs> the whole crew uh, crew over there from five thirty to nine. So um, check them out and also check out Brett and all the other Canes greats on Out the Huddle. Again, Rom, thanks, thanks a lot, my brother. I appreciate it. You got it, man. Take care, guys. All right, buddy. When we come back, 
we uh we finally got a hold of DJ. Whoa, did we? Yeah, we finally did. So we're gonna we're gonna talk with DJ Williams a little bit. So you guys don't go anywhere because it's only gonna get even better. I don't know if it can get even better. Romberg was pretty I mean, damn that was good. pretty yeah, good. That was pretty good. That so was pretty good. DJ Williams coming up next on the weekly sports drop. This is Nigel here. You're listening to sportsovertime.com. Fox the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want you to meet me at East of Miami. Yes, that's right. East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down the Heyman style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale. Steamed fish, stewed fish, uh, conch fritters, conch salad, uh, fried lobster, fried crab. The best in Bahamian food, south, oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome Bahamian food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Fox. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables, and I play the best Bahamian music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami, it all goes down. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Garden. And don't forget, you can get breakfast on Saturday, stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corned beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain. All right? Crack cones, hot salad, lobsters. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down east of Miami, 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph. And I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only 4 calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5HourEnergy.com. Every day, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now, more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. Need a fresh cut but don't know who to trust? Check out Ace of Fades Barbershop located in North Miami. Not only do they have the best barbers in town, they offer the best treatments and services. I'm talking blowouts, Beijing, designs, hot towel, fresh fades, and much more. Let them fix what your barber missed. Ace of Fades Barbershop located at 2208 Northeast 123rd Street in North Miami. Open seven days a week. Call them up at 786-300-6660. Ace of Fades. The American Red Cross helps people affected by disasters like floods, tornadoes, and other crises. You can help the American Red Cross by donating all kinds of things from money, blood, food, and clothing. 2016 has seen three times the number of large disasters so far compared to other years. 
Donate blood today to save a life. The American Red Cross is looking forward to your donation. Go to the American Red Cross website at redcross.org. This is Nigel here. You're listening to sportsovertime.com. We are back here at the weekly sports drop. Mary Brickle Village at the Miami Media School Studios. I am joined again by Robbie Campbell. And I got another King Great on the air right now. National champion, first round draft pick of the Denver Broncos. One of the best linebackers in Miami Hurricanes history. I'm talking about my buddy, DJ Williams. What's going on, DJ? How you doing? Hey, what's up? Hey, Robbie, man, you got to turn that back on, man. You got to knock that. It's rivalry. Man, let you me do. Hear that pop. <laughs> let me hear, there it is. Hey. 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 Uh, 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 uh. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, you, you know, Robbie's got ambitions ambitions of a rider. You know it. You know. Oh it. man. Hey, listen, this is definitely the type of game, man, where you you you, you blast that. You sit in your locker and you literally just listen and let that song, man, get into your body. You know what I mean? That's the type of uh, a game it's gonna be. You're hyped, huh? You're I can hear it in your yeah. voice. You're hyped. But DJ, oh, you... listen, I'm I'm hyped every year, man. And I I make bets with uh, teammates that I've had in the NFL that have uh, went to Florida State, and even if we haven't won in the last how many years it's been, I continue to make the bet, man. I'm a pain free because I just believe in my team, man, and I know. During, I know in that type of game it doesn't matter about a team's record because, you know, everything is on the line. It really don't matter who, whose quarterback is starting, whose quarterback is not starting because that type of game, everybody brings it. Now, DJ, you, you guys used to listen to the, the Florida State song in practice all the way the week up to the game and nonstop blasting in practice. How did, how did that go, man? Well, listen, people don't understand. It wasn't just in practice. We had that song blasting throughout the whole heck facility. So you're in meetings, wow. you're getting your ankle tape, you're eating lunch, and you can hear the hum. <laughs> that would have gotten me hot. Got outside it was blasting. So for seven days straight, man, it, it, it got to the point to where, like, you know, guys on our team start bobbing to it, like, hey, this is our song, man. We're going to take over. This is our song right here. <laughs> Oh yeah, and I, well, obviously in practice, that that must have gotten you just completely hot, though, right? I mean, just going at it. I mean, even with your own guys, right? Just going at it and and just just wanted to launch at people. Well, you know what, man? Is is this is the type of game that like it, it, you're not? It's not anger that fills your body and gets you upset. It's just this excitement and joy. It's like. It's like a warrior going to battle knowing that like he has a great adversary across from him and if he doesn't bring his A game, he goes down on his sword that day. And honestly, the way we used to start practice was first of all, every time we played Florida State, especially if it was at home, every team would send an NFL coach down. So we would have over thirty to forty NFL coaches at our practice. So now not wow. only guys uh practicing but they're auditioning for jobs. And we would start the day off with live one-on-one goal line offense versus defense. Ones versus ones. You never see that. You might see ones versus twos, but we would go our one defense versus our one offense live goal line to the ground, Florida State. Well, that's as close as you're going to get to uh, to facing anything of the uh, Florida State caliber, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we feel like – I mean, our offense felt like if they could score on us in practice, they should be able to score on Seminoles and vice versa. DJ, I'll, you know – Talk to me a little bit, and I know you've, you've kind of said a little bit already, but what, what does this game 
mean to you? What did it what what did it mean to you back when you were playing at the U? Well, you know, not only was it huge bragging rights, you know, and and I'm originally from Cali, so I don't I don't have the the same bragging rights that like a John Zuma may have, a Mo Sites or a, a, a Delvin Brown, Santana Moss, those type of guys that are born and raised here, went to high school, played Pop Warner with the most of these guys, but again. I, went, I moved here when I was 17, went to college here. So in the offseason, it just feels great. Because, every, listen, everybody stays here in the offseason. No matter what right. university you go to, what pro team you are, you're in Miami. And it just feels good to be sitting across somebody having lunch, knowing that I gave it to them. We gave them the business, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I mean, that, I got to imagine. I mean, you, you you gave some serious business. But, uh, but Rom, oh, wait, I'm sorry, Rom, DJ, um, the smack talk has been at an all-time high when you were playing, when Romberg was playing. You know, you guys pounded Florida State. You never lost to Florida State. And I believe that was a, that was a period. 5-0. 5-0, oh, oh, yeah. 5-0, oh, baby. And including twice in one year, I believe. And so that, that orange yeah. that orange. And I, I actually, we were talking about it uh, the other day in the studio. Uh, I did the fake punt at the end of the game, my last game, to steal the game. Yep. Yeah, Tol- I remember that fake Tol- punt. Tolman posted it up, right? He posted <laughs> yeah. up the video yeah, of you doing the fake. fake punt. That was big time, man. That was big time. Yeah. That was fun to see. That was <laughs> fun to see. Now, those are, those are the days. Oh, man. Now, Great game, man. Classic game. Man. Listen, and and for all the fans out there that think that the fact that their quarterback being out gives us the automatic win, no, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. You go Miami versus Florida State, man. It doesn't work that way. These, these games are usually won on the defense side of the ball. Like, we got a high-powered offense, but I, 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 I told people I think it's going to be a – 17 13 13 10 slugout i don't i don't i don't envision this game being a 35 40 you know high high scoring game because florida state's defense you saw them week one against alabama man they're just about as good as it gets dj what do you your linebacker what do you think about the current linebacking core and how they can handle florida state with pick with a uh, quarterman and pickney and mcleod don't and forget mcleod and mcleod and mcleod hello oh wait oh i, think I lost I... you Oh yeah, you're still here, DJ. Oh, yeah, yeah, we lost. Yeah, so was, Robbie's uh, messing with yeah, the yeah, cords yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So I was asking you, you as a linebacker, what is, what do you think of these Hurricane linebackers, the sophomore linebackers, and what they got to do to beat Florida State? I honestly feel that they have a chance. If all three of them stay in school, they have a chance to go down as the best linebacker combination at the University of Miami because wow. unlike any linebacker combination is they have the opportunity to go ahead and play four full years together and to see how see what they did last year as freshmen. I mean, you take it six months prior to that, those guys were in high school. You see what I'm saying? Those guys were still staying at their parents' house asking permission to go out and and hang out and have a country, you know what I mean? And now to see them in their sophomore year and see that, you know, if you look at uh, Shaq, he's changed the composition of his body. He's lost 10 pounds. He's a lot faster, able to run around. I, I, I talk with Mike Pinkney regularly on his game. I tell him his game is speed, speed, speed. Every time that camera turns on, you need to be going full speed. I said, if you're not running somebody down and hawking somebody down, it's a low. You, you're one of the fastest guys out there. It's a low. And then what I love about Zach is he's kind of like the cornerstone of the linebacking crew. He's that hard hat guy. You know, bring your bring your hard hat, your lunch pail to work. He does it all from coverage to the run game, covering tight ends, uh, the nickel package, and he's just a tough, hard nosed guy. And 
the beauty about the three of these guys is they play all three different positions. It's middle, weak, and strong side are usually positions that are uh, occupied by different type of athletes, but these guys are interchangeable, so they can do so much with this defensive scheme. Yeah, I feel like I feel like any of our linebackers can play any position, whether it's Mike, whether it's Sam, whether it's Will. I think they all can. And I mean, I I don't take away from 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 the depth at linebacker either with Mike Smith, with Darian Owens. Uh, these 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 guys can play a little bit too. And 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 again, I think Amari Carter, kid like Amari Carter, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, DJ, but I can see a kid like that kind of if it's not moving down uh, to play linebacker, kind of playing that rover position. Uh, and, and just going out there and laying the wood, so that's 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 kind of like having an extra linebacker out there on the field, right? With a kid like that. Well, well, honestly, if you look at the depth of this team, it, it's kind of like you know, the teams that I played at University of Miami, where it was, you know, your backup really wasn't a step down, and you know, sometimes there was a safety that probably could play linebacker just as good as the linebackers, but he just has a safety title. And it was a situation to where you practice and you play so hard in games, not just to win, just to keep your starting position. Like, you get injured, you go out for one play, another guy comes in while you on the sideline putting your contact in or tying your shoe, he has a, a pick six. Coach isn't going to pull him out. Next thing you know, <laughs> you're benched, you know. And that's the beauty of having depth on a team because it, it really is the engine of the team and it forces everybody to be on their A game at all times because you know that – you do not have the opportunity to take a day off because there's a replacement and you see him in practice right. every day making plays. So let's break down the defense a little bit. You know, obviously they turned the corner a little bit against Duke. They looked really, actually, they looked really good against Duke, especially in the second half, uh, giving up no points. Uh, what needs to happen on the defensive side of the ball for them to win against this, uh, you know, and we were talking about it a little earlier, you mentioned it. I mean, he's a young quarterback, yes, uh, but it's still FSU. What do they need to do to, to, to break that streak on the defensive side of the ball? Um, you know, and, and I hope the defense can somehow hear this or listen. When you look at this defense, just I'm talking about just the pure eye test. When you look at that front seven, I'm going to go D-line. When you look at that D-line, oh, it's beautiful. It, it's two D-tackles, both guys 6'3", over 300, 300 plus pounds, stout. And then you go to the outside, you got two 6'6 D-ends, long, lean, can bend that corner, and then their backups come in, and they're just replicas of that. And they make plays, they're athletic. But what needs to happen in this game is I need to see that dog. You got to be a little nasty, man. This is the type of game where if you're not a little nasty, you ain't going to get the job done. This is, this is the type of game to where you push the envelope and you do things, and, hey, maybe after you get that first flag, you're like, okay, maybe the second flag, then that's when you calm down. But this game, you're going out with the intent that, hey, knowing that, listen, we're going to be playing so physical, fellas, that we're going to get a few flags here and there. But, you know, let's try not to hurt the team that much but and keep our emotions. But let's, let's go out and be nasty and dirty. I mean, you got to turn up your nasty here, yeah. And, and DJ, within, you know. Within, within, listen, let me add this in. Within the rules. Well, yeah, glad you yeah, brought up within yeah. the rules because back in you, when you guys played, there was no such thing as targeting. You know, Sean Taylor laid a nasty but hit. That, here's, my, here's my whole thing about targeting. If you have the ball, you are a target. Sure. <laughs> this is, yeah. this is football. If you have the ball, you are a target. And, I I mean, I, you know, I continually say this, that, you know, people are like, well, did you have to hit him with your head first? Well, if you ever put on a pair of shoulder pads and a helmet and walk <laughs> into something, what usually hits it first? Well, not only that, <laughs> or, I mean, or listen. Your you, head or your face. 
I mean, you're in, if you're in midair, how how on earth are yeah. you supposed to change the traje- trajectory the is, of where your head is going? Listen, the game is so fast. These guys are so big, fast, strong, right. and elusive. What you do is you run full speed, and then once you got them in your target, you take your shot and hope to get a piece. Now, again, they're elusive, so they're bending, they're twisting, and sometimes they get in the strike zone. And then when they do, you shouldn't be, as a defender, you shouldn't be you know, kicked out of the game. And, you know, I, I know they're trying to teach this form tackle with your shoulder. And, you know, I, when I was in Pop Warner, my, my high school coach or wherever, you know, was from that school. And I, originally I used to be a big shoulder tackler guy. You know, put the shoulder, put your face on the ball, arm on the left side, wrap them up, drive your feet. And I had six shoulder surgeries. Wow. Because for you to try to run into a 230-pound running back that's big, strong, and fast and only use – you know, a, a quarter of the side of your body against his whole body, you're going to end up on the operating table a lot of the times. DJ, um, we all know the defense this year was very heralded. Everyone said this could be a great defense. And it got to the point where there were reports going around that the defensive players were starting to read their own headlines. And it kind of, you know, they kind of got a little full, I mean, I don't know what the word is, but they got they got, big-headed. They got, they got, they got, big-headed. They got, they got a little bit big-headed. And Bethune-Cookman, they got a little overexcited there. Did you, as a defensive player, ever read your own headlines about how great you guys were, and did that affect you guys' play at all? And does, does that, is that something you're worried about with this current Hurricanes defensive team? We, we read every headline. We, we weren't the team that was like, okay, we're not going to read our headlines. We read every headline. <laughs> and with that being said, 90% of the time it was positive stuff. And that actually put pressure on us because you hear words like greatest defense ever, greatest linebacker core ever, greatest DB ever. Could this be the best ever, ever, best ever? So you have to – you feel like once you step on that field, millions of people are going to be watching, and they're coming to see the greatest team ever. So every time we went out there, man, we tried to show that, to be honest. And then what we would do is we take some little bulletin board material, the one negative thing that they did say, we blow that up, put it on the, on the board, and, and just really get angry at that. Oh, man, they said we don't – we don't take long enough water breaks. You know, anything just to rile us up. <laughs> we don't take enough water. That's that's that, that's amazing. Uh, d- uh, what is your what is your what is your biggest concern heading into this game tomorrow? My biggest concern is um, if you look at the especially on the defense side of the ball. You know, uh, with the linebacking core, we have a lot of we have a lot of key players that have yet to play in this type of crazy atmosphere. I mean, if you look at, was it when they, uh, if you look at this atmosphere, I doubt that a lot of the key players, stars on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, have been to, because our team is so young, has been to Dope Campbell as a starter on the field. And in a game like this, your emotions are already running high. But I tell people all the time, I never made it to the Super Bowl. I was one game away, but I've never been in that atmosphere high school college or pro that matched playing at dope campbell stadium i I tell people right now that song chief asioto come out on that (laughs) horse and he throw that spear in the ground and you got ninety thousand people in sync chopping giving you that chant and then their whole team is lined up across the side of you and when he throw that spear in the ground, they step across the line and they enter your territory like what? Listen, it don't get no better than that. It don't get no better than that. 
It's intense, man. It's intense. I don't know. You kind of left us a little speechless here, <laughs> DJ. Uh, man. All right. What, what's your what, what, what? All right. Before we let you go, DJ, what's your uh, what's your? Actually, you know what? I want to know something though. As- okay, aside from the fake punt, okay. Give me your greatest memory about playing this game. There has to be some good stuff you remember. I know. I know. Uh, uh, well, Ram, Ram Dog gave us some good stuff. Give me something. My, well, my freshman year, I played offense. Yep. Yeah. It's fullback. And I no, had we talked about it the other day. Touchdown. My freshman year, I played offense, and I actually scored a touchdown. And I remember getting in the end zone, and it might have been wrong if you go look at the film, the old lineman running at me to, like, do a high five, and I was just so excited, and everybody was so ecstatic that I ended up just falling on the ground. They piled on me, and honestly, <laughs> after the game, some of the seniors came up and said, thank you. Again, like I said, That's there awesome. were some guys there that had been there five years, fifth year seniors that had never beaten Florida State, was on a team where they lost by 40-some-odd points and got embarrassed. To have one of those guys come up, and, and look me in the eye, shake my hand, and say thank you. You know, it, it just felt great. DJ, what's your uh, what's your prediction for tomorrow? How, what's the score? Because I mean, we, we know you have the Hurricanes winning, but let, how, by how much? Seventeen seven. Twenty seventeen. 2017, wow. close game. Close game. I have it close yeah. also. I have it close also. So, I, I see a lot of Kings alumni. They, they drop a 57 to nothing like they, yeah, every every single crazy. game. Man, that's crazy, Just man. stop. Just stop. Yeah, they need to chill <laughs> out with that, right? <laughs> Listen, uh, DJ, real Just quick stop. before we let you go, man. Tell me a little bit about what you got going on right now, Dime Life. I know Brett told us a little bit about OTH, but if you want to add something about OTH also, man, give it to me. Oh, yeah. First, uh, I'll go about Dime Life, man. Listen, if you're out there trying to get cane gear, man, the best place to get it yep. is Dime Life. Absolutely. www.dimelife.com. We just dropped the fire turnover chain shirts. Ooh. There's, out there, there's only one. There's only one wheel. The other stuff, that's from Gazy. Don't buy any of that. <laughs> don't, listen, don't buy any. And it's illegal because a lot of people don't have license to make it. Right, right. Don't buy in that. And with the OTH, listen, if you're a Hurricane fan and you love University of Miami and you really want to get an in-depth, uh, view of it, you got to subscribe to uh, outthehuddle.com because Romberg, Vilma, Antrell Rowe, Peter Reese, and myself, we are dropping the craziest, dopest content. I mean, if you go look, you want to know about turnover chain? We did a, a, a 20 minute interview with AJ, the, wow. team, the guy oh, that's that right. Naked. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So, yeah. we got inside interviews. We interviewed the new head strength coach at University of Miami, Big Gus. We're trying to bring the fans closer to this team and to this community. And listen, we we have our own highlights. We got our own, we got credentials. We real. We we the ESPN. We the Netflix of, of uh, <laughs> the Netflix. Nice. We got, all, we got it all. Nice man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about it. I know you are too. But by the way, me and Robbie are still waiting for one of those shirts, man. We gotta get one of those turnover <laughs> oh, sorry, shirts. Sorry, sorry. I got you. Robbie's over here. Hey, Robbie's over here holding his hot, shirt. Man. You know. <laughs> I got you. This thing was hot, man. I, I might have uh, oversold the ones that I got. got Whatever it comes, whatever yeah, it comes, man, nothing, not a big it, deal. <laughs> DJ, uh, thanks, uh, thanks for coming it. on with us, man. Uh, great stuff as, uh, as always, and uh, go Canes. Go Canes. Appreciate it, DJ. All right, talk to you later, fella. All right, buddy. Yep. That was DJ Williams. Oh, was, uh, that was awesome. Great, great stuff. He's intense, man. I mean, he. It makes me want to knock somebody's head off. So huh? we, we, we really got the offensive side of the ball from Romberg. Right. We got the defensive side of the ball from DJ Williams. DJ, yeah. I know, unfortunately. We, 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 we want to get a kicker or a special teamer or a long step run. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Fiegel's coming up next. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
Todd one, Seaver. You yeah, throw Todd oh, nice. Todd Seaver, nice, yeah. nice. I got Mike Schill coming up right now. He's okay. on his way up. So when we come oh, back. Oh, he's going to be here. Yeah, he's going to be oh, here. On Facebook Live. All right. Oh, yeah. So uh, Mike Schill from uh, Florida State. A uh, good friend of mine will be on. So now on we got to hear show. from the enemy. Yeah, yeah we got to hear from the enemy. We're going to close off with Canes. Don't worry about it. One way or the other. We're not going to let you go with just FSU talk. All right, guys? <laughs> Coming up next, Weekly Sports Shop. Fox from Freeman and Fox, the Sports Brothers radio show. I want you to meet me at East of Miami. Yes, that's right. East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down the Heyman style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale. Steamed fish, stew fish, cock uh, fritters, cock salad, uh, fried lobster, fried crab. The best in Bahamian food, South oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome Bahamian food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Box. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables and I play the best Bahamian music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami. It all goes down. One eight zero one four Northwest Sixth Place. That's one eight zero one four Northwest Sixth Place in Miami Gardens. And don't forget, you can get breakfast on Saturday. Stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corned beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain. All right? Crack cum, hot salad, lobsters. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down east of Miami. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the Sports Brothers Radio Man, I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. A 20% return. Turn your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby back ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please drink responsibly. I need football. Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda for $7. Lunch special. Can't beat that deal anyway. Also, the big deal. $23 gets you a large pizza pie and 10 wings and a soda. That is the big time prime time deal of the century. You walk in there, you tell my boy Carlos that you heard about his Power Pizza. SportsOvertime.com will hook you up with a medium pie. That deal's ridiculous. And garlic rolls. If you like garlic rolls, you can get six garlic rolls for three bucks. But you know what? That's a good deal. Want another better deal? How about 12 garlic rolls for $4? An outrageous, almost a giveaway of garlic rolls. So go right now at Power Pizza. I taught my boy Carlos. And you heard it on sportsovertime.com. You get yourself a free media pie. You can call 305-381-4446. Power Pizza. Where the power 
is in the dough. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma, but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting disaster to the number 20222. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph. And I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Every day, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. Every day across this country, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air, broadcasting music and programming that you won't hear anywhere else. It's one of the last places where people can really be able to actually say what they want to say. Without it, you wouldn't have a place for local artists to perform. Certain people need to have a chance, a fighting chance, and College Radio is that place for it. College Radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. This is where we start out, you know? From getting all this great experience working in college radio, it makes you want to work in real radio. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. This is Nigel here, and you're listening to sportsovertime.com. Ooh, a little more Tupac. Yeah. Balance to that Tupac, Robbie. Yeah. Let, me, let me see it. Let me see it. <laughs> well, I feel bad for DJ. Now we did this for DJ. Now we're doing this for the Florida State guy. we're doing for the Florida State guy. Hey, we're back here. Uh, weekly sports drop on the uh, campus of Miami Media School at Mary Brickle Village. I am with Robbie Cambo, and I'm joined now by... Uh, Florida State Seminole guys good friend of mine former safety for the Florida State Seminoles Michael Schill is on what's going on Mike how you doing my man what's going on everybody how you doing good 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 thanks for coming on man I appreciate it I know the uh, traffic was a pain in the ass coming up here huh yeah Miami it's Miami traffic but yeah what are you gonna do thankfully you live down this way anyway so you're good absolutely uh, so, so Mike, have you? Uh, what, what, what did you play at, Flo- at Florida State? Uh, yeah, um, uh, have, you, have you played within the last seven years? Like, you haven't yeah. experienced the loss to Miami. No, he hasn't. I haven't. Okay. I have not experienced. I have not experienced that. Um, so, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm, um, I'm four and zero. You're four. You're four and zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's oh, Jesus. Which, <laughs> what, 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 like, what, like, which quarterback of the Miami did you just dream about getting an interception off of the most? I mean, wow, every single one of them. That's a listen, one, that's, any one more listen, than others. No, nah, that's listen. That's a rivalry, but it's a respected rivalry. 
Um, you know, a lot of the players, a lot of the players on both on both sides um, know each other, have played with each other formerly in high school, middle school, pop one or whatever it is. So that's a uh, that's a rivalry, but it's a respected rivalry. Of course, you want to outperform everybody on the opposite side of the field, no matter what it is or who it is. Um, but as long as it's uh, not the Gators, mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah, tell me about. It. <laughs> Although you know what DJ was saying though that Miami and FSU hate each other. I'm not, I mean I don't hate. The Florida State Seminoles, right? Like, it, it's a healthy, it's a healthy rivalry. I respect. Yes, I respect. Uh, we just hate that seven years in a row. <laughs> I hate that it's been seven years in a row. Yeah, yeah you yeah, know what I'm saying. Absolutely. But, but it's respected, man. I mean, I, I love playing against them. At least they give us. They give us. We yeah, give them the, the time are, of day. The Gators are you know cowards. I mean? We know. We know. <laughs> the Gators yeah. are cowards, yeah. Sean. The Gators are cowards, Sean. <laughs> oh, All right? man, oh, you know man. what I mean? And. and, and Yes, okay, there's there's an element of hate there. There is, obviously. It's a rivalry at the end of the day. All these boys played against each other or they played with each other, right? Exactly. Um, and even the guys that are Romberg from Ontario knew about the rivalry. DJ from California, from, from California knows about the rivalry. I mean, this is... We might be a little biased. I mean, I'm going to have to say top two college football rivalries. I mean, right? every, Michigan, every, Ohio State, every, Miami, Florida Every State. rivalry, it depends on the, the stakes of the game. And Most it depends of, on who you talk to. Too. Yeah, like there's some years where, like, you know, when Florida Florida played Florida State a couple years ago, and, and Florida was terrible. They were 4-8, and eight, and Florida State was like four touchdown favorites right. in, mm-hmm. in Gatesville. And it's like in that, in that moment, it's not that big a rivalry because, you know, Florida State was just going to steamroll them, which they did. But in other years, it's like one versus two. So right, it really exactly. depends. It really, how many one versus two do you have in Miami, Florida State? You have a lot of one versus two games, which is great because when the rivalry was at its peak, mm-hmm. right? It was, it was we're playing for the national title. You lose, you're mm-hmm. done. You're out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You win, you're probably gonna win the national title or play for one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you something. What do you think of uh, this quarterback you guys have at Florida State now? Listen, um, obviously I'm a no, so I, I'm on this side. But realistically, I think he's got all the tools, all the mechanics. Um, of course, a little young. Uh, but if you're asked to step up in a situation where you have to take over, um, I mean, we're talking football. We're talking college football. I mean, that happens more than it doesn't happen. Uh, I mean, look at Jalen Hurts. I mean, same situation. Right. Started out young, and he propelled his team to what they're doing, what they're producing today. Yeah. Um, I think he's got all the mechanics. I think he throws a great, great ball. Um, of course, there's going to be a little bit lack of knowledge within the playbook. Uh, we're not going to be going deep into the playbook, but that's expected. I think he runs the offense. Uh, rather well for his age. Um, of for his, course, he's 18 years old. Yeah. You said, yeah, 18, yeah. 18, 18 about I mean, turn 19, I think. So yeah, he's he's, he's a young kid. I mean, a young kid um, has to do a lot, but again, that's what comes with the sport at that level. So I think he, I think he's doing a good job. I think he progressed every single every single time he touches the field, and um, it's just a progression, kind of a growth stage. So here's the thing with me with James Blackman. He's young. Yes, he's 18. No. Uh, he's Frail statue, stat, stature. I'm sorry, frail stature. But he has played some pretty good teams, right? NC State. Yeah, NC State. Look what they f- did to Louisville last yeah, night. Yeah. Wake Forest has a hell of a defense at Wake Forest. Okay, at Wake Forest, and uh-huh. he he came out on top there. I mean, that's a tough game. Uh, say what you want to say. I know Wake Forest is nobody, right? They were four and zero going into that game. Exactly. And, Florida, right? and, and they, then he got a touchdown at the last minute. He said he he threw a really nice. I don't know if it was a nine route or what it was nine, that nine, that the safety nine. almost cut it off, but he threw it right on the money. He's got a great arm, and but then again. This Miami team is a little bit different than the other teams that mm-hmm. that have played mm-hmm. in the past seven years. I mean, that's how I feel, right? So this is going to be a different front seven that he's going to see. And I understand mm-hmm. NC State's front seven is tight and it's tough. How do you think he's going to be able to overcome 
that pressure, number one, mm -hmm. um, and, and not only the pressure, but then at the end of the day, when if the game is tight, do you think he can be that guy that's that's gonna take over a game or make that play to win, to yeah. beat, to beat Miami? Absolutely. I mean, I think I think to overcome what we're about to face, especially within that front seven. I mean, what are we talking about? Top five D line. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah. Segments in the whole in the whole college football. I mean, sure. seriously. Uh, so I think it's going to be a team effort on our front to be able to help him. Uh, everybody has to step up. Everybody has to play their part. I mean, that's what sports is. Everybody is a function to a bigger picture. Um, so with that aspect, everybody's going to have to step up. Uh, he's going to have to have his protection. He's going to have to make his reads quick. Uh, but I think he can do the job. And uh, I'll tell you what, he wouldn't be where he is today if there was any doubt that he couldn't do it. Right. Well, you know? yeah, because you guys got that senior, J.J. Constantino, who's not playing right there. They're, they're going with a freshman over Constantino. That's that's big. Mm -hmm. That's that big. Says a lot. That, that tells you a lot about about his his makeup. His right? makeup. I mean, this guy didn't come out heavily recruited. Right. Uh, he was a three-star athlete. Three-star yeah. athlete coming out. Uh, but Jimbo sees something, and, and we all know that Jimbo is a, is a, is a hell of a recruiter. I mean, Absolutely. he is – he brings the fire to wherever he touches, and that's why he's gold, and that's why he is where he is today, and he's respected how he's respected. Sure. So this guy's got what it takes, of course. Of course. It's just it's just we are going to see. We are definitely going to see. I, I mean, can't wait. I mean, this game, look, the Florida State's 1-2. and two. They, they, yeah. they were, They're battling. They could have easily been 1-3 and three in mm -hmm. the game to Wake Forest. And the Hurricanes haven't lost yet, but yet the Hurricanes are only three-point favorites. It tells you a lot what you need to know about this rivalry, and it's, and it's on the road, and it's a, and it's it's a, it's a, it's still a big game. And I know oh, yeah. now this the Florida State. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, the chances of winning the Atlantic are pretty slim. You know, you have, you have to beat Clemson. You have to Clemson has to lose a couple more times yeah, after they have that. To, yeah, they have they have to lose against their opponents. They have to lose a couple right. on their side as well. I mean, yes. It's tough, but but I was saying so. The, this right here, I mean, the, the season's already taken a dive with you know mm -hmm. the injury to Francois at the beginning of the year. So Big this right there, injury. you know, this is basically the season right now for Florida mm -hmm. State. Is that mm -hmm. fair to say? Yeah, I mean, we we have to win this game. Yeah, I mean, to keep the streak. It. Yeah, like, like we have to win the game. That's there's good. there's nothing else. There's nothing else to say. There, we have to win the game. I mean, yeah, there, yeah. It's so. not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 this guy, this guy. This I, I'm, guy. Not, I'm not. So, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> any of that. You know, any of that. But no, we were talking about this. So and and. and Give your take on this, right? You know, a lot of people talking about, yes, they're three-point favorites, Miami, but people are talking about a blowout, and Miami's going to just run rush that's shots not, that's on not FSU. That's not that's the most and I don't see that. Obviously, I'm biased, right? We're going to win. Robbie, turn off your phone. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> no, um, oh, you know, we. Man. I mean, this is this is a whatever way you look at it, it it's it's a tough game regardless of how good or how bad Miami or FSU is mm -hmm. I can't see a blowout win on either side obviously I mean obviously I'm going to root for Miami yes I think Miami's going to win but I'm talking about seven points ten points at the most man this right? is going to be this um, I mean this is always a game where um, whichever team is favored and or not favored rises up to the challenge because stays it's, five times. it's more it's more than uh, just a game it's right. more than just a game. There's a whole bunch of history behind it, as you all know. Um, again, the relationships between the players on both sides of the field is very high. Everybody knows each other. Uh, the dads of the players played with each other back in the right. day because when they were playing college football, I mean, that's what the pedigree is at this game. So there's a lot more intertwined with this game. This is so much fun. It, it, this is this is what college football is all about. You were a safety. Football is all about. You were a safety. You got you guys got Derwin James over there. Maybe one of the best defensive players, maybe yeah. in the in the country. What can you tell us about Derwin James? What do you think about?
about him so far. I Don't mean, compare him to Sean Taylor. Well, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, Shanti, Shanti. You know, right. rest in peace, That's Shanti. it. Nah, uh, now but we I can think, move on. Yeah. No, I think he has all. I mean, Duran has all the mechanics, all the the ball skills. He's got the ball IQ. Yet he's um, you know, those guys that maybe uh, touch the field and uh, they just have something about them. The ball goes their way. They know how to make those innate decisions to be by the ball. Um, and, and not necessarily be by the ball, but co command a defense. Uh, be able to uh, be like a quarterback. I mean, that's that's massive, but on the defensive side. I mean, you saw when the guy was out, it was a whole different ball game as, yeah. far, as, as far as what we were able to accomplish. Like, that defense is crazy sick. Doesn't matter how bad or how inept the offense mm -hmm. might be. Mm -hmm. Still a hell of a defense. No, I mean, listen, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, we it's Florida State, it's Florida State football. <laughs> now, now, when you when you when you played, obviously, you know, the past couple of years, Brad Kai was a quarterback. He's more of a stand in the pocket, pocket passer. Yeah. Now you guys got to go up against a Malik Rozier, who is a little bit more of a threat with the run. How does that change, especially when you were out there playing? How does that change your style of, of playing defense? Oh yeah, I mean, it, it completely changes how aggressive you are. If you're gonna play up or play back, I mean, you got to make your reads. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming at you, uh, but being able to play playing against a, a stand-up quarterback, it's more along the lines of you got to stick to your assignments. You know what I'm saying? Stick to your assignments. Stick to who you're on, or stick to your zone. Stick to your coverage, because uh, the chances of him breaking out the pocket, I mean, that's not that likely. Uh, but with an individual who's got a little more spunk to him, right? Um, a little more, it's unpredictable. Uh, so obviously. Obviously, that changes the whole dimension of the game. You're a little more on your tippy toes. You're ready to play back, but you know that there's a there's a front or an upfront threat as well. So, so give me something. You, when did you play? What years were you there? Again? Yeah, absolutely, 2008, 2012. Okay, so between two right, right, right at the start, right? Well, well, yeah, right, right at the start of the streak was yeah. well. right, yeah. right around there. Yeah. So well, 2009 was the last time the Hurricanes won on Labor Day. 2000. Yeah, it was 2009. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how did you guys? How do you guys prepare, prepare for this game? It's the biggest game of the year for us. I know you guys play Florida at the end of the year most of the time too, so it's, it's, it's probably equally as big of a game. Um, I think it's more important now because we're in the same conference, but how did you guys prepare, prepare for something like this? Was it competitive where you guys were just going at it like full force in practice? What, what, what's, what's the mindset going into this game for FSU? Yeah, the mindset is big. I mean, I remember uh, practicing in Doak uh, with a uh, simulation of, of uh, the audience on full blast the whole time during practice. Um, and guys saying, this is Miami week, this is Miami week. I mean, listen, everybody knows it's a well-respected game. Both sides respect each other. And with that being said, it's, it's, it's approached as like a business trip. You're there to get the job done and you know they're coming at you live. So yeah. you gotta be prepared. So uh, the preparation, there's a little more chip on your shoulder, if you will, especially within these Florida matches. Right. When you're talking about Florida too, there's a little more chip because it means a little more because uh, it's home field, it's home turf. I mean, who doesn't want to be Florida, Florida champs for the year? I mean, you have to win two games to be able to do so. So uh, there's a little bit more, uh, there's a little bit more, uh, I, w I don't want to say drive, but there's a little bit more, you, you can feel it A little more angst, there. more angst. People are a little when it, more when jacked is UM up about weekend, it. When it's UM weekend and you walk in the locker room, the UM sign is up and everybody knows. That's funny because it's the same way yeah. in Miami. With yeah. the, they have the tomahawk chop, yeah. they have war chant on. Exactly. Let me ask you this. You know, in years past, this game, you know, this defined bragging rights. Whoever won this game, you know, he had bragging rights forever. Yeah. But this is a little differently. You guys have won seven games in a row. <laughs> so yeah. does, does you, do you guys feel like you guys have nothing to lose? Like if the Hurricanes were somehow to win, this, it's, it's more of like you're not really that upset. You're just like, 
all right, about time you finally got one. You know, <laughs> it, it's just like I well, might say that after uh, we finally uh, got yeah. one. Like, and and not to mention Francois is injured. Are, are you guys uh, are you guys gonna play that excuse that if the Hurricanes win that though because of the quarterback and you know? I mean, I'll say this. I'll say this. I don't think um, you can because we've been down so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know we were using that excuse. Oh, well, we're down, we're down. Well, we never we never had our we never had our starting quarterback injured the first game of the season. First game of the season. I mean, listen, you always want to play a team at their best, at their full potential, sure. without injuries. And that's and that makes sense across the board. Right. Um, however, um, I mean, you take what you what we have. Um, as far as using an excuse, I don't see that. I haven't heard that from any FSU. Yeah, I haven't, um, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't heard that at all. I mean, it's still that. it's yeah. still a game. That's good. I mean, it's a game. This is part of the game. Adversity is a part of the game. This phone is driving me you know? <laughs> And and uh, and you know you know you guys have won seven in a row. Um, and so, like, if, if, let's say the Hurricanes win this game, and then they come up to you the next week or so. Hey, we finally got you. Do you like? Do you like, bro? You guys have lost the previous seven before that. Like, you know, you can't <laughs> really mean, say too much. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. The um, Miami fans—they are loud. Yeah. Uh, they. We're some, loud. Some we're of them, obnoxious. Some of them are obnoxious. Yep. Some of them are obnoxious. However, however, <laughs> um, I didn't. I haven't. I haven't heard a lot of the. Oh, where the you? that much recently just because it's out of respect for what we've been able to achieve uh the past seven to eight years hmm. uh so i i don't see that happening right now either i mean it's no, just it's out of respect man it's out of respect it's yeah. a whole different dynamic now if this was 10 years ago yeah wow yeah, yeah i mean well, when you've lost seven in a row you kind of kind of quiet down when yeah, you've lost you lost seven in a row it, 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 if you guys get one great you guys get one I mean, but i don't see miami fans come and say oh we're the best ever like you know I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Just because that's not a real. Statement. The U is back, baby. No one, no one's, no one's texting you, yo, bro. We're gonna, we're gonna kick your guys' ass, man. No, no one said that. No one, no one said that to me. No, no good, one said good. That to me. No one mean, said that. To that's me. good. I mean, except me, they, well, they me maybe. I do text them every once in a while. Talk a little trash. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just hard when you have the lost seven in a row. You can't really say anything. It's like, hey, bro, uh, bro, when was the last time you guys beat us? It was a uh, Labor Day, two thousand nine. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. bro, you guys, <laughs> do me a favor that. and shut your pie <laughs> yeah. home, Oh, wait, wait a minute. You guys haven't won in your own home stadium against us since two thousand and four. Yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty sad. That's that. That's something. Yeah, you, sure. he's not. He's never experienced. Yeah, he's no, never he's come he's down here. Lost. He's every time he's come down here, they he's <laughs> won. they win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna wrap up soon, but. One more question for you. Oh what's your, what's your, no, no, what's, well, actually two more probably. What's, okay. what's three more, four more, five more, who knows? Yeah, who knows, right? <laughs> right? Live, you already whatever. made the trip over here. We got to get to I know, I know, I know. <laughs> what is your uh, greatest memory of these games? Whether it's on the field, whether it's prepping, whatever it is, that time that you were there. Uh, I remember, I remember, um, <laughs> I was just talking with a couple guys about this. I mean, I remember, I forget which year it was, I think it was 2010. Yeah, I believe they, it was 2010. That's, they came down here and pounded us pretty bad. 45-17, uh, yeah, yeah. pretty bad. But I, I just remember being on the field, even in warm-ups, and they would let the, the Miami team on the field. Um, it was after one after we would go in after one and then we would come back out. Right. We, the, you guys would run out, we would run out. And I just remember seeing some of the UM players in the middle of the field. And um, uh, they had to separate us, that's for sure. But I just remember the looks in everybody's eyes on our side and on their side. That death stare, that, hey, I'm going to run you over that's stare. That's intense. That, that, that. You can't, you can't, it, you could cut the tension with your pinky. That's how wow. serious it was uh, right there. It was like a, a ball of energy. And that is, um, that that you will never forget. You we're just probably, understand the intensity. Yeah, we're probably going to see more of that this week. I think yeah. it's, I, I think Miami's ready to, to kind of get them, 
excuse me, that 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 monkey off their back. They're they're done with this seven game streak, man. Well, I'm done with it. I, well, I think we, we, I don't think they're done with it. I think they want it to be more. I think they want it eight, nine, ten, uh, eleven, <laughs> twelve. They, yeah, they don't want it to stop. Mean. They want it to be like Florida, Kentucky. Oh, it's thirty one years in a row. Thirty one years, I know. It's. They almost, that's, pulled, that's and they almost pulled it off too. They yeah, I know, I know they did. I know. <laughs> that's incredible. Incredible. What's your What's your prediction for tomorrow? What's your gut feeling for tomorrow? <laughs> be honest. Be, 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 yeah, be, be as honest. biased as you want to be. You could say Florida no, no, State no, fifty-seven nothing. No, no, no. Florida State. Florida State <laughs> definitely. Um, definitely. But I'd say within. Honestly, I'd say within five. Within I five. think it's a close game. I do. That's not, what everyone said. I, it's 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 a close game. It's definitely a close yeah, game. Yeah. Um, you guys are gonna bring it again. Your D line is gonna wreak havoc. Our online needs to step up. Our online needs to get better. Um, if they answer to the call, it's a close game, and they will answer the call because it's Miami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right. I think it's a close game within five, uh, down to the last quarter. Uh, just your classic football showdown. That's what we want, man. Yeah. So we want the, some good football. I mean, last year was a blocked extra point. Yeah. The year before that, uh, third. Uh, the year before that, it was a third, fourth of three, and then the guy had the ball tipped. The guy was wide open, but the uh, exactly. Florida State guy got his hand up there. And yeah. the year before that, they had that miracle comeback when they were down big mm-hmm. early on. That's right with Jameis, right? Yeah, James, that was James, yeah. That was that was incredible. There's no doubt. So Cook. it's been close. At least it's been close the last couple of years too. So. I, don't know, I don't know that makes it any better. <laughs> They've been entertaining. The last couple of years yeah. have definitely yeah, been entertaining. Right. Doesn't make definitely been entertaining. So. But yeah, but dude, you guys got Cam Akers. You got two, another five-star recruit mm-hmm. to replace Dalvin Cook. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I mean that, that that's been the nemesis for the Hurricanes the past three years. He's not there anymore. He's playing with the. He's playing with the. Well, he's injured now with the. With Tor- the Tor- with yeah. the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now you guys. But the Florida State always trying. Like before the year before Dalvin Cook, it was Devontae Freeman. Right? Yeah, Devontae. I They're mean, good. Devontae is. They're good. He They're was incredible. Too, these so. guys, Jacquez Patrick and Cam Akers, both yeah. really good running backs. But the offensive line is going to be well, makes it. I great. mean, this is the same same thing on our side. I right? mean, Mark outside, Walton's a hell of I mean, outside of back. outside of Alabama, this is this is going to be the next biggest test that they've had to face all year. Oh, oh sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You're talking about you're talking about the offensive, offensive line. Diva. Yes, absolutely. NC State was real. Yeah, oh, they, were, they were. Um, they were. No discredit to NC State. NC NC State. Congrat. You know, shout out to you guys. Um, but yeah, but Miami's a real deal. Man. Miami's got, they bring they bring the heat. On the D line. I mean, it's well known. Everybody knows that. So our own line needs to step up. We're gonna wrap it up. Uh, actually, uh, we're actually gonna come back from break. No, we can wrap, 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 wrap it up. Yeah, oh, we, we can come back from break. Yeah, we can yeah. Let's back. come back from break. Yeah. We'll, we'll, and, and we'll wrap it up on the on the uh, weekly sports drop. All right, hang on a second. This is Jeff Fox from Freeman and Fox, the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want you to meet me at East of Miami. Yes, that's right. East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down the Heyman style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale. Steamed fish, stewed fish, uh, conch fritters, conch salad, uh, fried lobster, fried crab, the best in Bahamian food, South 
oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome, behaving food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Box. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables, and I play the best behaving music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami. It all goes down. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. And don't forget, you can get breakfast on Saturday. Stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corned beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain. All right? Crack cups, hot salad, lobsters. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down. East of Miami, 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the sports. Brothers Radio Show. Football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. A 20% return your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby back ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please, drink responsibly. I need football. Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda for $7 lunch special. Can't beat that deal anyway. Also, the big deal, $23 gets you a large pizza pie and 10 wings and a soda. That is the big time, prime time deal of the century. You walk in there, you tell my boy Carlos that you heard about his Power Pizza. SportsOvertime.com will hook you up with a medium pie. That deal's ridiculous. And garlic rolls. If you like garlic rolls, you can get six garlic rolls for three bucks. But you know what? That's a good deal. Want another better deal? How about 12 garlic rolls for $4? An outrageous, almost a giveaway of garlic rolls. So go right now at Power Pizza. I taught my boy Carlos. And you heard it on sportsovertime.com. You get yourself a free media pie. You can call 305-381-4446. Power Pizza. Where the power is in the dough. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma, but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting disaster to the number 202. Two, two, two. Thank you. We are back. Weekly sports drop here. Mary Brickle Village at the uh, campus of Miami Media School. I want to start off by thanking everybody who came on the show. I want to thank Eric Marrero from CanesInsight.com. I want to thank Brett Romberg who came on, told us some really cool stories. DJ Williams as well. My buddy Mike Schill, appreciate it. My brother, thank you for uh, coming out and representing FSU. 
Um, couldn't have thought a better way. Oh, and obviously, the man. Mm-hmm. The man behind it all, Robbie Campbell. <laughs> I appreciate everything. I appreciate you guys listening in. The one, the one general takeaway is from this whole day, with this whole, the whole day is that, you know, I mean, when, when I've listened to DJ. You know, going up against last year, going into the Appalachian State game, he's like, bro, we're going to win 62-3. to You know, and, and they won pretty big. Like, right. against every other opponent, DJ thinks the Canes are going to win 57 to nothing yeah, every time. He's hyped all the time about everything. He came so. on here and he said, no, 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 it's not going to be like that. I don't care if Florida State doesn't have to go. He said 20-17. to 17. He said, and even Romberg, like, you know, it's like, no, it's, it's going to be a tight, close game. But just so much respect for both times. And even and even over here, he's like, the Florida State guys are not saying 57 nothing back. No, no, and no. So, it's that they're so both b- both are t- anticipating a close. Yeah, the, 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 the more realistic has been for both sides. Like you know, against any other opponent, you're like ah, fifty-seven nothing. Florida State's gonna win every single game. Right. Miami's gonna win fifty-eight right. to nothing every single game. But this game, mm-hmm. it's a little bit different. The 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 over the confidence is kind of you know trimmed down a little bit. Yeah, it's tempered expectations. Right? Yes, it's uh, yeah, we, we're gonna win, but. It's going to be close. But there's like so much We're respect not, for the opponent. It's the respect, man. The, it's the, a respect. It's because amazing. you know what? I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, we play the Florida Gators. I'm going to say, yo, we're going to whoop them. I don't care how good they are. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna run rough shot on the Florida Gators. <laughs> when it comes to Florida State, I'm like, yo, well. Eh. Yeah, exactly. We're both yeah, we're ranked number one in the country, and they are the worst yeah. team in college football. Florida State's 0-10. You know? Yeah, they're 0-10. <laughs> it's still going to be a tight game. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. Listen, I mean, this is going to be a great game. I'm excited to watch it. Florida State, Miami. The Kings, the Seminoles, Saturday afternoon, 3.30. It's going to be a big one, guys. It's going to be a big one. Yeah, the hurricane didn't come. And so the the game's going down at 3.30. The the hurricane did come. But the hurricane did come. All right. Mm -hmm. It did. Hurricane warning is in effect, Mike. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm going to go a little cheesy cliche. (laughs) I'm not going to get any smack talk. It always blows up in my face. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, the weekly sports shop, we're going to be on. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to ask your prediction. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, I've been dodging this one, have I? Yeah, you have actually, because I said mine twenty four thirteen. I got Miami twenty four thirteen. I th- I think, I think I'm, I think I'm with Romberg, and it's going to be like thirteen to ten. Wow! I think it's going to be that low, huh? that, that yeah. low. Yeah, that that okay. low. Okay, all right. Hey. I think I think it's going to be that low. I remember one year it was ten to seven. Yeah, it was. In fact, Florida Miami had won six in a row before that year. Then Florida State broke the streak by right. going winning ten to seven. Yeah. Back in two thousand uh, five, I believe. Yeah, and, and so. Then so Jacory came back. Jacory. Yeah, Jacory. That was the so last Travis time. Travis Benjamin. Yeah, then yeah. Greg Cooper also had a big Greg touchdown Cooper. in the game. That's right. Dang. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just remember watching that one. Yeah, that was that great. Was, that Labor was, Day, that man. Was that yeah, was great. That was huge. Mm-hmm. That was great. And then the guy with Florida State, I was very close to catching that ball. I mean, it cut, I think Jay it was. Man, for, Jeremiah Forston. Jeremiah Forston, yeah. yeah Ponder, 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 you see Ponder down. celebrating, yeah, and then he Forston. takes it down. That was a terrible throw by Ponder. <laughs> that was a low throw. It was a low throw. Uh, but it was a catchable ball. Yeah, it was. It and was. I think they could have still. I mean, I thought at the time, even after replay, that there still should have been one second on the clock. They still had another yeah. play on. Uh, Will you that, stop that it, Robbie? No. No, no, no. But that was. It was close. It was close. It was very. The clock had done. It was definitely incomplete. But. It wasn't complete, but there. I mean, that one, that one, yeah. that one hurt Florida State. That one hurt, you know. And they never, they haven't lost again since then. If, if, if Florida State had won that game, which they were very close oh, to doing God. that, it was very stressful. It would have been. It be, it be nine in a row. Down the, down the field, pondered the J man back in the end. I thought, yeah, no, it was a good play call. They should have caught it, yeah. but he didn't. And they, they drove. I mean, they drove, they drove down the field, and. Uh, and we thought we were very comfortable with a Cooper score with like about a minute and change left. We're like, oh, we got this. And then yeah. Florida State like runs the kick back to like the 50. Yeah. And then Ponder. <laughs> and then Ponder <laughs> has that throw and he's still, he's, he's celebrating. And then oh, he's, as he's running God. the sideline, he just turns around and he goes, oh, no. Man. Oh, 
Bro. That's the last time so, it's happened. But you know what? It didn't happen, and we won. It's gonna happen again. Oh. Listen, man. Yeah. I'm just. I just want a great game, and uh, yeah. And we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. It's gonna bro. be a good one. It's gonna yeah, be a good it's, one. It's, I'm, I'm very, I'm very, I'm nervous. I'm excited. All sorts of emo- all sorts of emotions raging in. Uh, I think, but Florida State's gonna be feeling a little bit more confident. Like they know, like you know. If they lose, it's like, we won the previous seven. If they win, it's like, oh, bro, you guys couldn't beat us this year. That's eight in a row. And we get a Francois back next year. That- I'll tell you, everybody's mentality right now is to win, and, and that's on both sides. Look, it, look, if FSU wins, I mean, I mean, the morale of this Miami team. season's over defense, for the yes, Canes. They're going to lose the next three or four I mean, games I don't easily. Care. I don't care what happens after that. I mean, you have to, you have to win. The Kings can win the national championship, game. but holding up that trophy, I'm like, yeah, but we lost the Florida State. Who cares? Florida yeah, State. whatever, bro. I won't take it's it. It's a that fake far. championship. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't take it that far. I won't take it that far. All right. Well, the, the Kings did have a year. I believe '89, they lost to Florida State and won the national and championship. They but they weren't coming off losing seven in a row to Florida State either. Right. They had, you know, it was back and forth. Different story. You still, even if, even if the Hurricanes somehow win out and win the national title and lose to Florida State, they'll still, the Florida State fans could still say eight in a row. Eight in a row. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but we can also say, now we got another trophy. Yeah, that's true. And now you're still playing catch up. Oh, no. Ooh, that's what they do. Right now? <laughs> hey, come on. Again, we're going to wrap this up, man. I, um, I really want to thank everybody for coming on the show again. This is the Weekly Sports Drop. You can find us on Instagram at just search the Weekly Sports Drop. On Twitter, it's at Sports Drop Jocks. Mike, where can they find you? Okay, yeah, that's right. It's yeah. Mike Schill underscore M I K E S C H I L L underscore both Twitter, Instagram. Um, dropping good content, definitely check it out. Come follow and uh, obviously follow these guys, they're doing a great job. <laughs> listen Thank to you. the show, Appreciate and it. um, I mean, listen, good content. Good. It's good to hear guys put out real content, you know, um, you. and that's awesome, man. Appreciate it. And from uh, from a sports background, we appreciate it for sure. Absolutely. Thank so. you for the love, man. I appreciate it. We will be back next week on the uh, on the weekly sports drop. Hopefully, uh, Robbie will join me again. This is fun. Maybe Sportsartime.com. Yeah. Maybe yes, and on uh, of course, of course. Yeah, no, no, no. Sports. You can hear us on sportsovertime.com. The show is the weekly sports shop. You can hear us on sportsovertime.com. Also on Miami Media School's Facebook page, Facebook Live. You can. See See us there as well. Oh, and you've been on camera this whole time. I don't know if you know that. There's a camera right there's yeah, a, a camera, camera up there. There's a camera right there. And um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you could also hear the sport, uh, the uh, the podcast. It will be on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Just search for the weekly sports drop. Again, I'm your host, Jazz Santana, with Robbie, with Mike, sure. the DJ Romberg, DJ Romberg, Eric, Eric, everybody. You guys, everybody did a hell of a job. We will see you next week. Go Canes. Peace. This is Jeff Fox from Freeman and Fox, the Sports Brothers.